Hi guys, Chris here. Before the podcast starts, I wanted to let you know that the podcast you're about to listen to was recorded live Sunday night, 8 o'clock UK time, over on our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv forward slash badbookers. If you want to get involved, make sure you come along to the live chat where there's going to be all sorts of banter back and forth. So twitch.tv forward slash badbookers, 8 o'clock UK time, Sunday nights. I'll leave you with the podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's Bad Bookers Wrestling Podcast, episode 98. I am the host, Movement. Pardon? Uh, I have Chris, Jack and Matt with me this week. Say hello everybody. Where's Toast? He's it up in Hawaii. Yeah, no, no Toast to space this week. He's currently in Hawaii. He is in the chat though, apparently. So I'm going to say the same thing that I said to him when I was here in the chat and I wasn't actually on the podcast. Why are you not doing big things with your missus? Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing big things with your missus. We are sponsored by Manscaped. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, um, dear. Before we get into all the big pay-per-view-ness that happened this week, um, I will go through the news. Uh, we've got quite a lot to get through, so there might be some bits that, we need to talk about in some detail. So bear with us. Um, first of all, WWE have confirmed that Samoa Joe has been suspended for 30 days. Um, he's violated the wellness policy and will return around the 25th of March. Samoa Joseph done, done, done goofed. Yeah. Was it, what, what is he's injured again? Yeah. He got injured in a commercial. They were doing a commercial shoot and put him through a table and he got concussed. <laughs> I, I, I love Samoa Joe, but that man is a walking injury. That's why they never put a title on him because he's just a liability. I it's, mean, it's, it's, it's fairly easy to get injured going through a table. What I want to know is why are they putting people through a table for a commercial? What commercial is it? Yeah, I want. I want to know. Yeah, but this is like the commercial that they did ages ago when they put put the attitude into WWF. Like or a, it was. I bet and they, were like throw, they were throwing pain through fire and whatnot. Yeah, but that banter. <laughs> Panther. That's fine. Okay. okay. Um, CGI this is, anyway. It was it was a commercial for home base, confirmed. <laughs> yes. B and Q commercial smurder. Bluetooth advert, I think, if I'm being honest. How does one get pop out chat on Twitch? Fuck's sake. <laughs> I, I don't understand what you're talking about. Um, you can like pop the chat out. I'm trying oh, to work wonderful. it out. Up the chat. So, um, What's that? You want to pop your chat out? <laughs> we are sponsored by Bluetooth <laughs> and Landscape. Um, this is the second wellness policy violation in like the last month or so, isn't oh, it? We don't we don't know what it's for because Andrade was for do it. He did what Primo did and was like, yeah, I'm not going over there to do a. Was it? Was that what it is, with Andrade? Yeah, he's he. But they, well, rumors. Because uh, what Primo did, where Primo was in Puerto Rico, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm not coming to America for a day to do a drugs test. Just suspend me." Yeah, I'm not being funny, but didn't Paige use that excuse? And well, yeah, and that that turned out to be horseshit. 
but um, we don't know what it is for. We probably no. won't know what it's for. So. No, we won't. It... You can get done for it. You can breathe and get 30 days. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, they went, they went 17 months without having one, and then I think there's been five now since the 1st of December. Well, it's like buses, mate, isn't it? Yeah. So I, who's I, been suspended I, recently? So Andrade, Primo. I, I can't. Samoa Um, I, right. I genuinely can't remember. But there was Robert Roode. Yeah, yeah, and there's one other. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I will give you a full list. I'll give you a full list in a minute. Excellent. While while, while Chris is doing that, um, Mike Johnson of PW Insider has reported that WWE have offered Matt Hardy a move to NXT. His contract with the company is ending on the 1st of March. So, what's that today? Today. Um, so there's lots of rumours around that Matt is the exalted one in AEW. isn't because they said obsolete on this week's TV. Therefore, there's like every single person that they've kind of tried to steer things towards. It's not going to be. It's going to be somebody that you 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 don't. They, they are really really pushing it like yeah towards Matt Hardy, which makes me think it's not going to be him. Which yeah. makes me think he's staying in NXT. Yeah, yeah. the thing with. Um, the thing with the Exalted One stuff is um, they they did a thing this week with binary code, and I tried to find out what it was, and it just said, join the Dark Order. I was like, well, that's helpful. <laughs> cheers, lads. Uh, <laughs> cheers, <laughs> lads. <laughs> I have an update for our suspension list. So there wasn't a violation for three years. Uh, there was 2016 and between 2016 and 2019. Okay. 2019 was the last one, Roman? Uh, yeah. 20, 2016 was Adam Rose, Connor... Uh, Roman Reigns, uh, Tel Rio, Paige, Eve Marie, and Paige again. 2019 was Primo, uh, Primo Cologne, and Bobby Roode. Uh, but that was like right in December, those, those two violations yeah. claimed. Uh, and 2020, she was Andrade into Mojo. Oh, right. I was wrong. I thought it was five. In recent light, because of the coronavirus fears, New Japan Pro Wrestling have cancelled all of their shows until the 15th of March. Uh, this can have massive complications um, because it's in conjunction with their anniversary shows that they do, as well as the first seven shows of the New Japan Cup. Uh, we've not had any confirmation from New Japan about whether the tournament's going to be moved at all, whether it's going to be cancelled um, altogether, or whether they just lower the amount of wrestlers involved. So the date, so was it the 16th for their comeback, like the first show? The 16th of March. I'm going to say yes. Um, just for the, that just for was this. that day is supposed to be the first round of quarterfinal matches. So oh. the entire first round is pretty much scrapped at this point. I would have thought. I mean, they're they're, they're surely going to have to move it. They're surely going to have to move the whole tournament. Imagine. It depends but, what yeah. happens in the next few weeks, though, as well, because obviously the with the growing trend at the minute, it, it's not looking not looking positive right now. If I'm being honest. Um, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. I'm sorry, but no. it doesn't matter. In the grand scheme of things, protecting the public is and the, and the, and the people that you contractually own are of paramount importance in comparison plus, to the event. Plus, they're gonna, we, they've got a lot of Americans in there, and you know, flights could be cancelled and whatnot. Yes, and mm-hmm. we, we don't know what it's going to be like in like two weeks. Own people, it's not slavery. It's. it's <laughs> Okay, I, I said contractually, and then by that point, I'd run out of words, so I decided to go with owned. I mean, obviously, I don't believe that New Japan enslave wrestlers, but... Excellent. Okay, that's fine. Let's no, just, the Yakuza, mate. Clarify that. There's a load of uh, countries in that region that have had 
all sporting events scrapped over the last few weeks. Like the, the, I know the South Korean Football League hasn't had anything for like two weeks at this point, and there's other stuff that like all around. I assume they're just scrapping all kind of public events in that area because it's for the best. You don't want people. Oh yes, yeah. No, that is very true. Like obviously, um, Six Nations is going to be affected, like in Europe. So, and that's a lot further away than Japan is to China. Yeah. Thing is, if the New Japan um, Cup did go ahead with the first round, as in current form, there are some decent notable first round matches. You've got Okada and White. You've got Ibushi and Zack Sabre Jr. and Osprey and Shingo Takagi. So, what's the theory they could do this behind closed doors? Mm. Does it? Does it? I mean, they could, but I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it, I'm sure. I'm sure it would lose uh, some of the sort of the feel of it. But if it's a case of the show must go on, then doing it behind closed doors, it certainly well, at least I think the first round. Just can't, they've, they've just cancelled. I don't. Well, they they, they, won't, they put something on their on their Twitter, and I've looked on their web. I looked on their website briefly. I think they, they were having people get money back. I think. Sorry, man. I cut you. Yeah. Off. The the two mate the, like the two easy options are either halve the amount of wrestlers and start at the quarterfinals, or wrestle two matches in one night. So have the round of sixteen and then have the quarters and semis on the same night. Or just move the whole, just postpone the whole event, or just postpone the whole event like they've done now. And move it to like a month from now. One, one to, like, at least until there is a plan in place. Because at the moment, everything from what I gather. The, the the plans certainly in the affected areas right now are fuck it just cancel everything and until we have the situation contained a bit more then they can sort of look in to work out a plan going a, forward. Well, in like terms it. of wrestling booking, I don't think they can push it on further in a month because the winner of this gets a title shot. And I'm pretty sure that would happen at the G1 Supercard. Yeah. In um uh, is that Mania weekend? I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in terms of wrestling booking, they can't really be interesting. It. The thing yeah. is, with I've just looked on their website. the 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 refunds policies they're just saying, look, can't if you cancel it, you'll get a refund. You cannot exchange it for anything else. Yeah. So that kind of makes it sound like as if they're not extending. Well, you but, can keep but my, it and use it later. Everything is on hold at the moment, and it yeah. will be for the foreseeable future. And until they have this whole situation contained, which they clearly don't in certain in Asia at the moment then it, everything has to remain on hold. It's not worth any sort of risk. Oh, no, definitely. So, so yeah, I, I think people have got, you know, use a bit of common sense and go, look, okay, I'm just going to sit back and wait and see what happens. There's a continuity of booking. It, it it shouldn't, I mean, I think that's not, that shouldn't be at the forefront of people's minds. Oh, no, I'm just saying that they probably won't do that because of yeah. that. But yeah. safety is paramount in this. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um. AEW this week have announced um, two, potentially two signings. Um, one of them is a definite confirmed. That is uh, former IWGP US champion Lance Archer. Thoughts? Pretty, oh, big, big I've, I've not seen that much of him, but he, what is he, a big lad? He's big, very big tall. Boy. Yeah. yeah. Obviously he, was, um, he lost the US title to Moxley. Uh, oh, oh, him. Okay, uh, yeah. yeah. So I like the look of him. Boy. Uh, he's first, I first became a big fan was um, G1 Climax. I mean, I was, against uh, Will Ospreay was world class. Is he the one who was shouting at children? Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yes, yes, I like that. Yeah, okay, I'm fine with that. Um, the other potential um, 
signing, which happened through Revolution, which I'm sure we'll talk about again in a minute, um, is Colt Cabana. So Tony Khan has said that Colt Cabana is now working for AEW, but hasn't said whether he's signed an exclusive contract or not. He turned up during the pre-show last night. I could see him. I really don't care. I mean, <laughs> that's because he's best friends with Toriano. That's why you don't care. Oh, I didn't know that. I genuinely didn't know that. I, I, I now I care. AEW's dead to me. I, I could see AEW's him... already dead because bloody war games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll talk in a minute. Oh, fuming. Um, oh, no, I could. Oh no, Matt's fuming. Um, I could, I could see him being used in some sort of auxiliary role in a sense of maybe doing some, not necessarily commentary, but I don't necessarily think. His main focus is going to be wrestling, maybe a bit of producing. Tony maybe. Khan said he's going to be wrestling. Okay, fine. I mean, look at me on. Cogbound is a perfectly fine wrestler. Tag team with Orange Cassidy. <laughs> I mean, I don't want Orange that. Orange Cassidy's already in a tag I team. I know. I'm joking. Oh, in your place. And now I just... I, smash you back down there, man. Yeah, fair. I mean, he's, he's very, very good. He's a very good talker. So, yes. I'm fine with that. Um, the other thing that happened this week was the super showdown um i don't think it actually happened it did well, it did because there was two title happen. changes so it, it did happen. It didn't happen you're gonna get a shock when you see who the title holders are i know who the title <laughs> holders are pal um so How can you not say it happened in this mantles it's man season mate the streak is on um <laughs> so season <laughs> <laughs> Fuck wow. that one. That one took a minute for me to catch up to. Fair yeah, play. Yeah, because I didn't hear what he said properly <laughs> until like afterwards. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. Um, so, two title changes happened. Miz and um, John Morrison beat the New Day to become new SmackDown and Tag Team Champions. On SmackDown less than 24 hours after winning the title. Did they? Yeah. Yeah, lost to the Usos. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the. I'm not going to read how Jack's written it. Um, Why not? Fine then. Okay then. Uh, big Uncle Bill Goldberg, my guy, my hero, my uncle, beat the Fiend <laughs> to become Universal Champion for a second in time. The best decision the company's made in Cheers. seven years. Oh, here Cheers. we go. Here, here's Matt's troll mode kicking in. Wait, 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 wait. Cheers. Smoothman's crying. <laughs> um, was the end of that? Yes, <laughs> I don't agree with the Fiend losing the title. But so the only segments that have done more than 1.8 million on SmackDown since it went to Fox are the Goldberg segments, which pulled 3 million. It's quite a big jump. You can see with the viewing that SmackDown were on 2.72 million this week. And uh, who was on it? My uncle, my guy, my hero. And John Cena. And and it was a sellout. It was also a sellout without tickets being comped, which is is unheard of. So WWE, was WWE in what twenty years time are going to make a new TV show um, network special similar to Ruthless Aggression where they're just like they're going we've got no new guys what should we do bring in Goldberg no because they no, they'll have all of the AEW guys so it's fine okay, honestly right the the Goldberg thing is very clear a transition to Roman for uh, Mania and honestly it kind of works to me. I mean, they they shot themselves in the foot with the theme booking for months and months and months. We all know this. It's a conversation we've had many fucking times already. And it, I mean, it sets up Fiend and Cena at Mania as well, which I'm fine. I think that'll be a perfectly fine match. The That's way they, the way they, um, out of it, in my opinion, what? the they, way they did it with Cena saying that 
he's not going to be at WrestleMania. And then he goes up the ramp and the camera work when the fiend was behind him. I, I liked it. Yeah, no, it was. It was absolutely abysmal. You've got oh, John, okay. C- John Cena comes out and goes, "You don't need me at WrestleMania. You don't need this." I like, said the I, camera work was fantastic. Yeah, not the whole and thing. then and then he walks up the ramp. The lights go down. The lights come back up. The fiend is there. You think, "Oh, the fiend might do something." The fiend points at the fucking WrestleMania sign. What? Fucking trash. That's because it's WrestleMania season. It's called pointing at the sign season. It's a contractual obligation to point at the fucking sign. If you're in that arena, you have to You have to get, on average, at least three points per WrestleMania. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine, but this is just... We've had four already. Pointing at a sign. The fiend will ever be pointing at a sign. That's not what the fiend is for. I, might, I, I think Definitely. I think that's what I should do on Twitter every year is what? just print off the WrestleMania sign in my room and just sit there pointing at it and then just put it as my profile picture. Like Timor said in the chat, the pointing at the sign is essentially a contract signing. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, have we, have we seen how um, they've they've ha- had I think four elimination chamber matches like no. talked about oh, live? No. Only two of them are happening. No. There's only considering me and Matt had this revelation last night on revelation. Yeah. I'm surprised uh, you actually remembered it. To be honest, Jack, uh, the, the elimination <laughs> chamber is next week. <laughs> Three really? matches announced. Really? Two yeah. of them are chamber matches. Yeah, it's next Sunday. Um, we've oh got the, the tag team elimination chamber match, which was announced last night. Um, we've got the Raw Women's Elimination Chamber. Now, Lacey Evans has talked about going into an Elimination Chamber. She's on SmackDown. And Sheamus has talked about going into an, elim- an Elimination Chamber. He's on SmackDown. I, I don't think he's in a tag team. So oh. I, do- I don't know Royal how. In an Elimination Chamber. Obviously. Yes. The other match is uh, Braun Strowman versus Nakamura, Cesaro, and Zayn in a three-on-one handicap match for the Intercontinental Championship. Really? <laughs> what? Really? Yeah. Big scenes. I Love mean, yeah. I mean, just want to point out that I was happy to see um, Sami Zayn do his hell of a kick again. I've not seen that in ages. But then, yeah, that's that's. Can you, that's can you repeat what you just said? <laughs> Three on one. No, can one you repeat? Can, can, can you repeat what you said about Sami Zayn doing his hell of a kick? Whatever it's called. You mean that's not what you said the first time? A hell of a kick is what I said. Yeah. yeah. All right. Hell yeah, of a okay. kick. It is like, hell of a what? kick. It's a hell of a kick. Hell of a kick. Yeah. Hell of a kick. Um, well, I'm sure we'll probably talk about. More. We know, we know, Paul. I mean, Roy, if she doesn't win, that'll be big, big L. Yeah, cool. Um, let's. We, we're going to mix it up a little bit this week. We'll start with AEW Dynamite, so then we can get into actually talk about Revolution, because there's no point in talking about AEW after we've talked about Revolution. So, um. The night started for uh, for Dynamite this week with the thirty man uh, thirty minute Iron Man match, not a thirty man. Thirty man Iron Man match. Just lots of numbers on the screen. You can't actually <laughs> see the wrestling. Um, but yeah, this was uh, a fallout from all the stuff that happened between Kenny Omega and Pac over the past few weeks, with Pac attacking his friends, etc. Saying, "Where are you? Standing in the cold in Newcastle, wearing full gear, all of that." Yeah. Um, New style. I really liked it. I thought it was very, very good. Um, yeah, I'm a match quality. Yeah. I 
what when it got towards the end and they were one one, I was like, this is gonna go to a draw, isn't it? Oh well, why are we not getting overall winner? Um but luckily we because got drama. sudden sudden death rules. Yeah, man. Yeah, but there's no way they were gonna have it like left at a draw. Like you couldn't have done. And I think I I controversially this is my match of this week. I do, I think this is better than anything that was on the pay per view. Um, I still don't think it's match of the year. I think Wrestle Kingdom had better matches than either last night or this match. But I think this match was just incredible. This was the best combination of wrestling and storytelling that we had anywhere. The fact that it builds the tension between um, uh, Omega and uh, Hangman Page because... Omega decided that when his own moves weren't enough to finish Pack, he'd go back to using uh, the Kamigoye rather than using the Buckshot Lariat. He's like he's calling back to I, I don't trust my current tag partner. I'm going to use my old mate and the way that mm. he's bringing out the young but still with him. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. And Adam's just hanging he's back. A- um, the bit that I really liked this match was the how brutal the. Uh, I think it was packed did a falcon arrow onto the apron. Oh yeah. my, no 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 no! From the apron to the floor. Did oh, that was know? it. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it was sounded horrible. The apron is the hardest part of the ring. It is, but he launched <laughs> from the apron, so therefore onto the nice cushioning floor. It sounded fucking brutal. Oh, right, I, I just want to say that I, as of right now, I am it. The, the only thing that I'm genuinely invested in in wrestling right now is the combination between Young Bucks. Uh, Adam Page and Omega, and I never thought I'd say that. Considering it go- going back fucking months and things like that, when we were all saying, "Oh, this this Adam Page thing, we're just not getting it." Yeah, me and Matt, me and Matt spoke about that. But honestly, I'm I fucking love this story. This story at the minute, I'm loving every second of it, and it's the only thing I really care about in wrestling at the minute. I haven't watched a second of NXT this week, which is I said no. I've watched like two clips, but I've not sat and watched any highlights. Not gone and gone off and tried to watch anything. NXT. It was infinitely better than last week's NXT. Infinitely. Um, like, NXT was trash. Honestly, I... Yeah, we'll, we'll get on to NXT soon, but for me, I just... I'm really, really starting... I, I get N, I get AEW now. And I and, and that's not to say I didn't overly get it before, but I really do. I'm really in it now. Yeah, th- this year, AEW's been almost perfect. I think the, the pay-per-view disappointed for me, but... Um, the rest of it, like the TV show, has been infinitely better than it was before Christmas because there's not three joiners are like uh, angles going on at the same time anymore. It's also getting to the point where Tony Khan's having to dispel rumors that he's moving the show to Monday nights. <coughs> yeah, but like only idiots would think that he was ever going to move to Monday no. nights. They're not, they're not even drawing a million viewers yet. Why would they even attempt no, to go no. up again? I know. Mm, true. Um, after the match, um, <laughs> Tony Schiavone interviewed Pack, which went splendidly. Um, <laughs> just, just why? Literally, <laughs> Pack's just going. Well, just what is the point in this? Why, why? What you just lost? After all that, you've just lost, and he's like, "You trying to annoy me? <laughs> you taking the piss?" I think that's what he said. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. And uh, like, what uh, the fuck? <laughs> and then we just get a, a, a sighting of freshly squeezed orange Cassidy come out and. Pretty much just stand in front of him, which set up the match for Evolution. 
Um, I, I, did, I did like a sort of muttered pack going, what the fuck? And you usually hear very clearly on the mic. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, it's true. Uh, we then had the Inner Circle um, against Jurassic Express. Hang was- on a minute. What? Pack got confronted by Orange Cassidy. Yeah. After the match. Yeah, after the match. Yeah, okay, I missed that. I'm playing FIFA. I'm my bad. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Inner Circle versus Jurassic Express. So Inner Circle, Sammy Guevara, and Proud and Powerful, um, whatever you want to call him, Santana. Sammy is fast becoming my favourite passenger, as Matt likes to say. Yeah. I'll repeat it because I don't think you guys may have heard of it. Sammy's fast becoming my favourite wrestler right now. I really like Sammy Uh, Guevara. Yeah. <laughs> Matt's not convinced. No, Matt might not be convinced. After last night, and, uh... <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Uh, the the match, this one was just standard. Um, wasn't I wasn't overly excited for it. I kind of was half watching it. Um, but Jurassic Express won. Big dub. Luchasaurus doing just lucha things. Love it. Yep. Lucha his, things. His tail whip kick is is quite nice. Too, yeah. Though. But he has got long long levers for legs. So. Well, he's a dinosaur, so. Yeah. Short arms, big legs. Exactly. Big um, dogs. Butcher and the Blade versus Best Friends. I really like. I really like this this week. I really unlike this. I mean, I, mean, <laughs> I really, I really unlike- did like it. I really did like it. Um, I, I like uh, uh, last week. I realised that the Butcher looks like Dick Strawbridge from Scrappy Challenge, and that's it. I can't watch them anymore. The butcher and the blade, and the they're also one scrap heap challenge. So it was a show on Discovery that then moved to Channel 4, where teams of like three and four people used to go to a scrap heap to build a contraption to do a challenge at the end of the show. It was and awesome, it was, it was fucking incredible. Oh, I love yeah. that show, hosted by what Robert Llewellyn, the one who did well, Crichton, isn't it? Yeah, legendary yeah. show, absolutely incredible show and the butcher looks exactly like dick strawbridge who is one of the yes. like team captains for a while um, and i can't look past that anymore so the butcher and the blade and the body are dead to me because it doesn't help that the butcher and blades are pretty much irrelevant nowadays considering they just debuted last couple of months ago. did the old fucking wwe smackdown versus raw game Taunt where you drop to drop to one knee and then drop to the next knee and I knee. Think that's and awesome. Yeah, fuck it. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. It's just I can't do that. If I went down to one knee, I ain't getting back up again. <laughs> like, was that how you proposed? Can you help me? No. <laughs> you went down to one knee, and I was just like, like, "Yeah, okay." I'm down. You could have to help me up. Oh dear. Um, yes, Ruth, and I'll marry you. <laughs> I do like Chuck Taylor and Trent. Um, I've said this m- numerous times at the moment, and not because of Orange Cassidy. I think their wrestling is very good. Um, yeah. And they they actually got the win this week, thanks to shenanigans from Cassidy, though. Because <laughs> um, him and the bunny were in the ring. They swapped headwear and eyewear for <laughs> reasons. Um, and then he was nearly low blowed again but stopped and then it kind of went to the outside where uh i think it was trent gave a roll-up i think wasn't it yeah so I, I, me and jack spoke a little bit about this on stream last night orange cassidy the comedy side gets old very quickly he has two things that he does 
he either taps people in the knees or the shins or whatever you want to call Pops it. The crowd, though, or, or he puts his hands in his pockets and does a tope. And that's fine the first time you see it. Or it's really exciting the first time you see it. It's fine the fifth time. We're on like the, the 10th or 11th time at this point of him doing a tope with his hands in his pockets. It's just the same shit over and over again. It's getting old already and he's only been on TV less than six months. But like the, they're now having him wrestle properly. So. Yeah. And, he, like, he, and, he tried as well, which is always good. It's good when he tries. Yeah. So that's what that came out at the end of this segment, mm. didn't it? Because they were like, oh, yeah. um, you, yes, he will accept your challenge, but you need to be on note because he might actually try this time. Yeah. And then Trent was like, I can confirm or deny um, whether he will try. I don't know what he's going to do. I don't think Orange Cassidy knows what he's going to do. He's just going to turn up and see what happens, which is br- brilliant. I think he's, I like Orange Cassidy a lot. Um, yeah, and you're in the majority. Like I, I, I'm oh, he's, 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 in the minority for not liking Orange there's Cassidy. There's so many people turning up to AEW events at the moment wearing double denim and a T-shirt with his face on it and shades. Oh, he's just, over as fuck. There's so many. He's so over. He must be selling decent T-shirt amounts. Decent merch sellers. Yes. Um, we had a four-way uh, women's match with, with Big Swole, Shida, Shanna, and Sakazaki. Um, Why? <laughs> what? Why? Why not, Matt? Um, for reason, okay, I think, so I think this was to give Shida a win to kind of boost her again. Every other match on this card had some semblance of a storyline going into it. What what did this match have before it randomly happened? Because it wasn't even a, one of the pre-announced matches. It was just a random match that happened. Now, if they'd have done it this coming week, then you could have said, this is the number one contender to face Nyla Rose in the stupid war games or whatever, the blood and guts or blood and gore or blood and murder or whatever they're called. See... See, I would have thought that this would have been a match to set up Big Swole as the next contender after Nala, but Big Swole That's lost. That's what I thought. Because as soon as I saw this match come up, I thought I'd be Big Swole then. She ate the pin. Oh, my gosh. She actually did. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so she's been... Her and... Um, was it Statlander that uh, got in the face of... Yeah. Nala. Yeah. Week. And then Swole is eating the pin on, on the following Dynamite. It just doesn't... The, as much as the women's division is no longer about the Nightmare Collective, it's still being booked abysmally. And, and uh, abysmally think, is, is me reserving myself. I'm, I'm holding back. It's a shame because last week okay. I thought it was okay. Last, last 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 week last week when 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 you had when you had Nyla Rose come out and you had the uh, and you had as I said you had Statlander and Big Swole come in and and then it's all okay. Was that the last week or the week before? I thought, well, okay, at least they're trying to do something here. I mean, yeah. And then they straight away. Personally, they, it looked like they were trying to get um, some sympathy for the Japanese girl that wasn't Yuka Sakazaki. Is it Hikaru Shida? Yes. Yeah. I'm just going to say yes. Uh, who is the one who wrestles in the MC Hammer Pants? No, that's, yes. no, that's, 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 that's Sakazaki. Yes, yeah. It, I... I they're like I'm terrible with names anyway, and we've only seen both of them like three times. But like with like it, it was trying to get sympathy to her, and it's just like just try rather than 
try and tell all of your women's stories with one match. How about we tell a couple of different stories or have a couple of different builds towards having some semblance of a women's division? But this is a, another step in the wrong direction. They 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 were almost doing it for the last couple of weeks, mm. and they've just killed that dead with this four way. And now, what are they going to do? They've just had Chris Statlander lose and um, Big Swole eat a pin. So where do we go from here? This, who's, who's next on the who won this match? I was, was trying to look at this Shannon, a little bit Shannon. more. I, I was trying to look at this on a more positive light. There isn't one. By saying they're getting TV time, which they probably wouldn't have got. Yeah, but yeah, but if it's t- if, it, it, if it's TV time, it needs to have a reason. I'm with Matt now because I'm thinking about it. This this should have happened this week coming up now because yeah. this 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 match made no sense at all. Yeah. Because because well, it, it didn't. According to this, it says the four four of the top contenders to the AEW Women's Championship battle in a fatal four way match. Yeah. So have it this weekend. Call it a number one contenders match, and then there's then the, you announce it before. It doesn't need build. Then if it's a number one contenders match, it doesn't need some form of a storyline going into it. Well, it wasn't a number one contenders match. It was just a random fatal four way. The it, biggest problem with the women's division at the moment is the fact that they are jumping from feud to feud within 30 seconds of each other. Yeah, because they, they don't care about Like, you can see how much they don't care about it by the fact that they put the title match straight after the tag match last night. Yeah. There, there was no chance of any match getting over in that situation. That should have been where the Dark Order SCU match went. Or that should have been... like Every other match on the card realistically needed to not follow that tag match. And they, they gave it to the women because if you have a vagina, they don't care about you in AEW. They don't I care mean, about you. They, 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 they just, like, you can argue with me all you want, all you want but you I wrong. will. I will say one woman's name, Brandy Rhodes. There you go. Is there every... Is there a women's match every week on AEW? I've not I've watched AEW every week. There has been right. one women's match on every Last AEW. Last week was Shanna oh, and do, 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 do you think that it, it's almost like a prerequisite to have at least one women's match every week? For, yes. fear, for, for, for fear of the IWC backlash going, you don't give a fuck about the women's division. Absolutely there is. Because I mean, they're saying that already. The, yeah, the problem is they, they're doing it that way and they're not actually booking storylines or anything... Kenny Omega's distracted with the fact that he's got to book himself in this feud and the, this amazing Young Bucks, Hangman Page and himself storyline. He's got to book this and he's also booking the women's division. Yeah. And he's clearly not paying any attention to the women's division this week because it's gone from maybe looking like something that they could build back down to they clearly don't care about the women at the moment. That It's not their priority. And... What would what, what what would have mattered more is if you just if you didn't have that match and just had an interview segment with Nyla Rose and Statland. Yeah, and then that's the thing they didn't bit like the Nyla Rose Statlander match was announced on Twitter mm. after the Dynamite before mm. and before this Dynamite they didn't mention it at all on Dynamite so there was zero build apart from a Twitter graphic that was the only build. To Statlander versus Nyla Rose. Yeah. Like, yeah, I see a point. Build they had to every other match on, on that card. You had Orange Cassidy. So you had um, uh, Darby Allen had all his skits where he was, he couldn't talk. So he was using the cardboard, throwing it on the floor and doing mm. these like artistic vignettes. 
Guevara was replying, responding. However, he was. You had Jake Hager and um, Goldust had their build to their feud. Every other feud had some sort of build to it. But the the women's title match was. Here's a graphic on Twitter. This is what this is the match you're getting, and that's it. They just don't care about the women. I, bearing in mind they 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 said that they were going to make it equal and they were going to pay the women stars as equally as they would the men and treat them as equals. Their booking of the women has been shocking. Yeah, I agree. I it, there's there's just it, it's an ever ending cycle because to get people invested in it, there needs to be story, and for it to be a story, there needs to be time. But then at the same time, you can't give time for no reason, uh, especially on a two-hour pack show like that. So it's 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 a hard one to just draw something out of the ground. I mean, so last week it wasn't too bad because you at least had some sort of sentiment, but again, it's just, you just throw four, four randoms in a match and go, yeah. okay, fine. And the one that they were building, Big Swell, they just go, and you lose. And you lose, yeah. And you eat the pin. Yeah, you eat the just, pin. Yeah. And where do we go from here? Oh, shit, we've got no nobody to challenge Nyla Rose because the, the, the person who is at the top of the rankings has just lost. We've said that you don't lose and then have another match. You've got to go back down the rankings. Hmm. To be fair, so, the, the match wasn't particularly good anyway from my source, so it wasn't yeah. great, but yeah. Um the, the last thing to happen on Dynamite before Revolution was the big weigh-in. Um I kind of said this to you guys in the DMs and just went, yo, WWE, this is how you build up to a pay-per-view. Yeah. Um it, it had proper big fight big fight for they they have done this properly. Um We've we've we know that AW coming in with this, we're gonna treat it like a sport. We know that. So why not have a way in like they do for boxing? I don't watch boxing. I'm not a fan of it. Matt, I'm not a fan of the nonsense that happens in the, it. Um, Matt said this on the stream last night that brilliant that they had the way in. I really like that. Mm. But they need to continue with the judges. Yeah, where where are the judges? You know they had the judges for the coding. Yeah. Match. yeah. Like, that would have been. I, I completely forgot without you mentioning it. To be honest. Yeah. So that would have been a great long-term story if they had judges for every pay-per-view um, top title match going forward. Then in two or three years' time, when a match finally goes sixty minutes, when they've when they've built that investment and Omega's finally in a title match and he tells his best stories when you're doing like long longer matches. You could have had a match go sixty minutes, and then the judges mean something. But that's proper old school booking now. You can't just have judges for one match, and then have a way in for the next match, and then have something else that feels a little bit MMA or boxing for the next match, and then go back to the judges, and then go back to the way in. Like you can't jump around with all this stuff. I don't mind them only having way ins for this kind of reason because this was. This was really well booked for a weigh-in. Like the fact that they did the whole, there's an MMA family that come out and do this. That you know that how the um, Jericho came down to the ring mm. wearing the, the, the pain maker posse. Yeah, yeah and, and it's it's a it's a play on a, an MMA family that I forget the name of now. Um, I, I I can't remember, but they they do it. They all come out exactly walk to the ring like that and everything. Um, and yeah, that was brilliant. And and the way that they managed to get a mass brawl without it feeling overly WWE booked was perfect. I don't mind them doing the weigh-ins like this, but if, they, if they're going to have judges have for one match, have it for all of them, and then it just makes it even more of a, a proper big sport feel. And yeah, that was, that's my one 
tiny little criticism of the booking towards the Moxley Jericho match, but in terms of this segment, it was absolutely incredible the way that like uh, Chris Jericho criticizes the ring announcer because of, because the ring announcer tells him to get on the scales first, and he's like, no, no, the champion goes last. And brought up WCW, yeah, very WCW and <laughs> make yeah, just they, they, they also um, Jericho. Um, took big digs at Kansas City as well. We made him a Holmes joke, you know, football. Yeah, uh, which was quite cool because it gave him massive cheap heat, but not like the cheap heat you get where Baron Corbin would do it. Jericho does it in a way where he will piss you off. Yeah, um, and, and he, the fact that he didn't actually—I don't think he actually got weighed. He didn't in the end. But he yeah, just, he, he went stalled and stalled and stalled. Right, him with clothing off, and then Moxie went, you know, he's fucking sick of this, and just nodded him. Yeah, <laughs> which, his head. which then made it that more special going into this match because you also got the stuff with Dustin and Jake Hager, Darby Allen was in there with Sammy Guevara. It just made everything relating to those people's matches mean yeah. something and get you hyped. And then and it the, ends with the paradigm shift onto the fucking scales. Yeah, he uses his own. Uses uh, Moxley's own move on the scales to say, right, this is this is the ending to kind of go, what's going to happen at, at Revolution, which I think was class. Like, I I said this on Twitter today, um, going into well after watching Revolution, I think the fact that they don't have pay per views all the time makes me actually interested to watch it from start to finish without getting bored. Yeah, and. And Revolution, we're going on to that now, is exactly that. Even though there were some matches on here, uh, the women's match wasn't overly great, in my opinion. We'll get to it. But that and and maybe the obviously the bit with Orange Cassidy and Pac didn't feel like it should be on a pay-per-view. But it's still, I was still interested from the, the, the moment the, the pay-per-view started. To they're, the doing end. A really, they're doing a really good job of... Um, obviously, this Blood and Guts is a... Uh, episode of dynamite so they're having these big weekly shows which don't feel like pay-per-views yeah it's which like um it's a good way happened. of building it and that obviously it boosts ratings as well and whatnot mm. so the uh the the pre-show also another dig at wwe i'm sorry i'm digging i'm digging massive holes into wwe We're talking about aw oh, I know. um the buying was only for half an hour I don't mind Why that. can't WWE do half an hour pre-shows with just one match? Uh, they they do on NXT and they don't have a match on it all the but time. They, they've they got to do it on, right. On, I know I know what they've you're going to say. I know what they've got say. to promote the matches. We got to see video packages twice every every pre-show. We got to have Booker T get a bay, payday. Um, <laughs> Pat, Pat McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> Pat McAfee in his suit and shorts. <laughs> You know, yeah. we got we got to have an hour, sometimes two hour pre shows. We got to have it. Two hour pre shows are, are the worst, especially at WrestleMania weekend, where you stay up because it's normally for your birthday, and you're like half asleep, and it gets to four a.m. Huh? I said I didn't know WrestleMania was in November. <laughs> my birthday's not in November. You said, you said it's for your birthday. Well, my birthday's in November. Mm, Guess who's got the Monday off after WrestleMania? Guess who's got Guess two who's weeks be off for again. Easter. All right, word for Do big watch along, even though I won't be there because party. You'll probably be like Berlin or something. 
No, uh, not this year. Um, let's get back to Revolution. The buy-in was SCU versus the Dark Order. Um, I missed half the match because AEW forgot to put it on their YouTube, idiots. So I had to watch it on Twitter. Why wasn't it on YouTube? I don't know. I went to it and I saw that they had like a 15-minute this was live. And then I was like, watched it. And I was like, well, it's not live because it's finishes. What What's going on? So I just went onto their Twitter and it was on Periscope. So that seems like a weird way of going about it, but it was it was very odd. So I missed most of the match. So go on, Jack, take it away. Uh, Dark Order and SC it was alright. It wasn't. It wasn't. It's what happened after the match that really, really mattered. I guess you can say. Yeah. So Dark Order beat SCU, uh, which obviously we got predictions. So we'll go with the predictions as well. Which Smoothman and Matt. Pick the Dark Order. I picked SCU along with Chris. Absolutely. Um, it, it had to be Dark Order because yeah. But as soon as if it was on the main show, I think it was good. That's why I picked SCU. And then once it went to the pre-show, I was like, it's, they're not going to reveal any exalted ones or anything like that. So it's going to be Dark Order to win, um, which was put me in the mud a little bit. Um, but then after the match, Colt, that's why Colt Cabana came out and debuted. Helping SCU, yeah, because they were getting beat down, weren't they? Yeah, because everybody was you because you started the watch along and you looked really confused, like who is this? And I was like, it's Colt. Did you not hear? It's like Colt Cabana. I was really, I was. You were very drunk, to be fair. Um, (laughs) but then obviously Colt came out, and then Christopher Daniels came out, but obviously he was wearing a robe, and they played the Dark Orders like theme, yeah. So it looked like as if we were going to get get to see the exalted one. Um, but obviously he then jumped in the ring. Battering Dark Order. It seemed really like he revealed itself and then like literally a second later he was beating down Dark Order. So there wasn't anything to say like, oh shit, Daniels has actually turned. He's actually the exalted one. Oh my God. I think so, seeing him wearing the thing made people go, oh, he is the exalted one. Yeah, but then it's literally a second there because he took it off and then instantly sprinted to the ring and attacked Dark Order, which is like, okay. Um, and then the four of them celebrated in the ring like they won the match. Yeah. It was very good. Still don't so, understand why Colt Cabana was in that situation. Really don't get it. To give him, look, he's here. He's part of A-Dub, in it. We're in Chicago. He being part of A-Dub, but <laughs> he's just more A-W dark fodder, isn't he? Mm. Yeah. Uh, Dustin, you gotta remember, Dark's going to TV. That's true. That's true. Dustin versus Hager. Um, hated it. This was fucking. You hated old. it. Fifteen hated minutes it. of fucking main event trash. It 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 needed to be a squash. Personally. Fifteen minutes of nothing happening. Dustin sexually harasses Jake Hager's wife. Yeah, yeah. and then Darby, Darby Allen and Sammy Guevara goes five minutes. Was that it's only five minutes? That. Round. Yeah, so, I mean, I've... twenty-five minutes of nonsense around mm. like WWE would before the match. Yeah, I'll be. I'll be honest. I, as I said, I mean, I wasn't able to watch the show live. I, I was in Jack Stream and then did big fall asleep during pre-show. Um, but I, I've caught highlights, so I've seen. I'm, I've been sort of seen what I was what's able to be seen. Um, I, didn't, I had no idea that was that was the length. I personally wasn't a fan of the. Uh, Hager match. I mean, I, I personally think this should have been a squash. Should have been a couple of minutes. Hager just fucking mauls him, and that's it. Yeah, it it makes Jake Hager go from before it 
I felt like he was Jake Hager, the MMA fighter who's quote unquote undefeated. It's Jack Swagger now, isn't it? Yeah, and and that played out like a boring Jack Swagger match. And he had, and, and he did the gut wrench power bomb as well. I'm like, you're trying to just sort of. He also did the Vader bomb. He also used to do that in WWE. I'm sure uh, I yeah. I, I like. I I don't know like what he was like that much in WWE. I didn't watch for the most part when he was in it, but he he went into that for me feeling like an MMA fighter, and he came out feeling like a WWE failed mid-carder. I, I'm agreeing with what Curtie said. Like, yeah. It should have been heavily majority MMA fighter, not pretty yeah. much even. It started an MMA fighter. He did, he did very Brock-esque start, where he sort of lifts him up, charges him into the corner, and starts wailing on him. I thought, yep, that's what we need. Wail on him, do a finisher, get up, walk out. Kiss your wife and leave. No sort of sexual assault. I don't like, I don't like the kiss the wife stuff either, because... Like, if if this was WWE, we'd be criticising it for the, like, non-consent stuff. So we should criticise AEW for it. You should not be, like, kissing women who don't want to be kissed. I don't care whether it's to further a storyline or anything. That's not okay in any circumstance. And, and he's a married man, goddammit. Yes. Yeah, like, and, and it's another way where AEW don't give a fuck about women. Just, yeah. Rape this for the sake of it to further a storyline for the men because we don't care about the women's storylines. And it was such a odd match to start the night with as well. Mm. It, wasn't, it wasn't the barn burner. To yeah. Well, it seemed to be... Should have been Sammy, Sammy and Derby should have started. And, and the ending was kind of like, fell flat a little bit. Oh, match fell flat. Yeah. Because I think they tried to big up that, yeah, MMA fighters can do big submissions and choke people out. And that's what they did. And then it was like it wasn't clear that it was a stoppage either. It just kind of just ha- it just stopped. So yeah. they were facing away. the bell. I was like, what? They were facing away from the hard cam, so you couldn't actually see Dustin. But they didn't lift his. Do you know, like how they lift his arm to see if he's he's he, all she yeah. did was touch his hand and and he no. But that's it. that's very that MMA. That, that's that's MMA style. That is that that's looking going fuck. He's out. Right, ring the bell. Done. That's or ring the bell or stop it the just fight. It's a little bit odd. It, I don't it, know it, why. It, Maybe the that's ending was I'm very used MMA. To raising the arm and dropping it, and they don't do the whole three like time thing anymore. They stopped that a long time ago. I think. No, I know, but it, WWE just do it once, don't they? Yeah, but it's not yeah. WWE. So you dub in. Oh, it depends what. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know, I know. Mm. So yeah, okay. Um, Darby Allen versus Sambo Guevara. I really liked. I loved the start of this match. Far too short. Far but, yeah, it should have been longer. Sure, but I think I think it was dead on five minutes. I can't. I, okay, there was a lot that happened in our five minutes. It was it been well. A lot of the, the match was five minutes, but a lot of stuff happened before it, though, didn't it? Yeah, the match officially, was, uh, the match didn't officially start. Yeah, but we don't need that nonsense. Just have the match start and then do that nonsense. Because it's, it's the only like, way that they can get their stuff in where they use tables and stuff. Yeah, but no, it's not because every single AEW match on Dynamite, not every single match, I'm overstating, but on Dynamite all the time they use weapons outside the ring. They stay outside the ring for 45 minutes and the referees don't call a, a, a disqualification or call a, call a timeout. They do this all the time. So why in the, the pay-per-view match do they have to do it where the match doesn't start, then they use all their weapons and then they get in the ring. And yeah, it it felt very good. It, it, gets, it gets them around the DQ rulings that, the, 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 that they have to try and enforce. But there's been several times where the referees ignored the DQ rule. Yeah, they, this they, as well. Yeah, they, That's they, what they, my big bugbear is later. 
they 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 use the the um, New Japan style of the referees want to have a conclusion, so we're just going to ignore the rules, which I'm usually fine with. But don't then force things to happen before the match for one match, but then allow it in other mm. matches. It's just, how, how many matches have there been that have ended in, in? I can't think of many matches that have ended in DQ. In AEW. The first one, three. One main event didn't have finishes for the first three weeks of Dynamite. One was a DQ. No, one, there's been one. Brawl. They mentioned it last week. There's been one because it was the match where someone hit someone with a chair. I can't remember. Oh, Sean Spears. Sean Spears at Cody. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. There wasn't no. a match, was it? That was just out of nowhere. No, it, wasn't was, it? Yeah. it was either this week on Dynamite or the week before. First one was last yeah. week. Oh, yeah, okay. I remember them saying it last week. Curtis right because they said. Um, this is the first match to ever finish as a DQ. Um, Havoc should have got that record. Oh, Livid. who was it? Fuming. Was it the pack match? No. I don't know. Uh, it, it, do, it doesn't matter. In the Iron Man match, didn't he? Yeah. Yes. All the way. Yes, pack, it was pack. that match. He hit him with the chair <laughs> and that was the first disqualification yes. because they mentioned it. They made a massive deal out of it. They made a massive deal out of it. I remember. Yeah, it was. Yeah, like even saying Pat, it was a bit Pat. Was there many JRisms? <laughs> Last night. Well, he, he, he tried to big up. Well, they bigged up. the. This comes later, but he bigged up the Young Bucks' book. And then Excalibur tried to drop in about JR's new book and how he'd read it. And I was like, what? I, I, I was listening to Jack whilst watching most of Revolution and watched the rest of it without commentary because I can't mm-hmm. listen to JR because he can't comment. There was another one where he started saying random words. Like he started talking about, no, that was it. He mentioned something about. Um, Pretty sure he mentioned his website. <laughs> probably, <laughs> I don't know. They were talking about um, do big there's plug. Like some, there's like some quote where it's. Um, oh, what did he say? He asked me from the apparently he called Drake Hager swag. Yeah, he did. He said, "Oh, he, he um, swaggers in the ring." Well, that's what he kind of walks around with now because he realised he'd called him swagger and had to get around it. But no, there was another one where he was like saying, "I've got a friend called Julie," <laughs> and then was like talking about how she was from this place. That's it, town called Malice. They were talking about, "Oh, he's from a town called Malice," to pack or something. And then he was like, "Oh yeah, I've got a friend called Alice who's from Malice." She's not a very nice person. I was like, what? Just retire, old man. What? Just retire. Maybe you're shooting on your wife, mate. You can't have that. Come on. <laughs> it's a massive champion. Yeah, it was, it, it was mad. But um, I really... Jimmy Caker swagger yes. one. <laughs> should, we get, should we get back to Darby and Sammy? The, before the start of the match, watching Sammy Guevara do a 6.30 cent on through a table is pretty incredible. Yes. Um... I thought someone was going to die. Oh, no, no, no. I thought Darby Allen was going to die when he did that fucking tope and landed short. He caught his heels he on the literally, road. Literally, a wrestler died last year from that happening. I missed it at the time. And Matt <laughs> said, Jesus, that was a bit short. And I was like, what are you on about? Watch the replay. And I was like, okay, he's just face planted the floor. Yeah, and, and like less than three minutes later, um, he, uh, Sammy did the version of the curb stomp where the guy stood up. Yeah. And, is a little bit too high and legitimately stamps on Darby Allen's jaw on the ring apron. Hard part of the ring. Did you know that? It was true story. Watch as well, and it like this, this is just another reason. Like people are raving over this match on Twitter, and it just 
there was three I or four was good. really loose spots. Yeah, but that kind of played, played onto the thing, right? There was a little, it played onto how mental they are. He did it on the stump, right? And he caught his foot on the rope, right? And they said, oh, it looks like he's rolled his ankle. So then mm. when he goes to do the Spanish fly, he's anchor- he doesn't really get onto the top rope properly. Yes, that could have been a botch, but they played it on with what they said earlier, yeah. which kind of worked. Because they're like, oh, he's, he's rolled his ankle early and his ankle's not 100% and he's had ankle injuries before. Therefore, he didn't quite get onto the top rope and slip. And then did a Spanish fly, which didn't look great. There was too much, too much loose stuff going on and too much nonsense before the match but, for me. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't expect from a brawl, Matt. But, but they're, they're, they're supposed to be the company that is anti-WWE and we want to we want to get away from it and we're all about the actual wrestling and not about the nonsense and we want to tell stories now. This but needed the two of it because of everything that's happened before. With, 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 with Darby Allin being a heavily unconventional wrestler, it kind of suits him. Because, but also, yeah, I, he's, he's, yeah. I completely agree with Kurt. I completely disagree with Matt. I thought it was great. I, I, I've not seen a start to a match day, like that before. I've not seen a match end, start like that at all. It's insane. Yeah, completely. And the fact that these Darby Allen has had his throat attacked numerous times one with a skateboard when he's coming into this match he's not coming to this match going oh let's do a bit of oh test of strength I, I, let's I, do some let's I do some mat that. wrestling that'd be nice wouldn't it no they're gonna brawl each other yeah and you, and you can have a brawl without all the nonsense that we had in the match and all the botches it all of it took away from People are t- people are talking about this match as a, a four and a half five star match. No, 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 no. It's not that. Star match at best. It's 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 not a a, a a a classic or anything. It's two guys just fucking going at each, going at each other. In in terms of story, it was brilliant. Maybe the rest. Maybe yes, there were a couple of botches, but in terms of story, it was fantastic. Darby Allen went at him like a fucking psycho, yeah, I mean, and I loved that. Perfect. Yeah. I, I just want I want story and wrestling. I've said this all along, and on Dynamite for the rest of this year, we've had story and wrestling, and this match just fell a little bit short on the wrestling side for me. If it had another five minutes, would you do you reckon you'd have enjoyed it more? I, no, I, I I think the problem was there was too much outside the ring before it got going, and then a, it, the rest of it was just loose spot after loose spot after loose spot, and then a finish. I think if we if it had five more minutes, we'd have had three more loose spots because I think I don't think they I don't think they oh okay well then let's look at it this way if the match had a stipulation a d it was it a no dq match or a street fight or whatever you want to call it they call it a lights out match don't they or or, or whatever or something along those lines then maybe maybe that would have suited you more or what because 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 to me I would disagree. Because we're always talking about Moxley only being in one type of match. And it's oh, yeah, and Darby Allen's in that sort of thing, Darby yeah. Allen. Oh, yeah, okay, fine. But I'm, I'm just trying yeah, to see it from Matt's perspective, because for me, I really enjoyed it. Darby Allen hasn't, like, been in, in that many. Yes, they did to start with, but he's been in a few actual wrestling matches and proved that he is an actual wrestler. Um, so I wouldn't have minded if they'd have done a, a no-DQ match. But I just didn't, didn't like the way they told this story. I think it could have been done better. Jack's been very say, quiet I'm in this. Kurt I'm livid. Your <laughs> I can see Kurt it. He's livid, mate. <laughs> well, Jack, what do you think? I, I agree with Matt. I don't think the, the nonsense before the match lasted longer than the match itself. And 
Um, I don't mind the brawl before the match, but it didn't need to be that long. And I would have preferred, especially coming off the back of Hager versus Dustin, which went on far too long. In, it's in shot. It, yeah, I mean, if if if, the, if what you're saying is true, then in the sense the match went on 15 minutes, then they needed a bang, spark everyone back into life, fucking fireworks, shot the things going everywhere. That's what that's what that was. Yep. In theory, the, in theory, the car should have started because, was, because then. The next match was the tag team match, and that for me went on far too early. But Matt said it last night that they might have put the tag team match on then to put be that fireworks spot because the yeah. first two matches, for me anyway, didn't feel like AEW. It it, yeah. it, it, it should it should have started <laughs> if if that's how it's, if if that's the theory, then it should have started if it needed a barnstormer to kick it going. The tag match shouldn't have started. The tag match should have gone after. It should have no, been. The tag match should have been near the main event. The tag match mm. should have been third, third, the third match from the end. And I uh, literally, as as it was going on, me and Jack both didn't enjoy those first two matches as much as we thought we were going to. Okay. And I, and I said maybe they've called an audible and they've brought this on early to try and bring it back up. Now then I checked Twitter and actually people were raving over the the Alan Guevara match and it, obviously from everything that's been saying here, here in the chat. Uh, and me from and me. Jack, uh, yeah. Okay. I said here and in the chat. So yeah. here would be, you know, this podcast that's going on, Smoothman. I'm not sure if you know where you are, but oh, we're on a big <laughs> Matt's got to get his digs in, man. Get, 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 get. So, like, yeah, me and Jack are clearly in the minority, but I think the placement of the, the tag match is a bit iffy. I think maybe it was done so that they could get the women's match in after it, just so they could kill the women a little bit more. Maybe, maybe. And, like, that happened next. Which had a great promo package. Literally, oh, had well, we didn't mention it on Dynamite, but the um, the sit down interview with JR. Yeah. Was oh, I love it. Kind of, that's why I kind of saved it for this because they kind of did talk about it um, and show bits it. of it. The I fact that um, you, you were a jobber in Ring of Honor before we picked you up and made you a star. <laughs> yeah, brilliant big, lines, big limbs, and then and then was was. Was that no, no? Because there, there, there was a secondary one where where you got Omega at the end going, "You're damn right, I'm worried about him." Oh God, I love that. That's so yeah. good. The fact that he's like, "Oh, why, why are you asking that question?" And then he just gets up and leaves. Adam and Page is the fucking wild card in all of them. And it's brilliant. why are you asking that question? And I'm done here. My drink is empty. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. genuinely how my Matt would answer empty. these sort we're of questions. To, we're trying to big up a pro. We're trying to be a big, big match for a pay per view. Why are you going off? <laughs> Yeah, but, yeah, but like the, the best bits of here were, were like Omega accidentally says that they've stumbled into being tag champs, and uh, uh, Pace just looks down at the belt and go like looks either side of him, and then just takes another swig of his drink. Yeah. And, and then like, Jr. Uh, brings up, "Oh, you're looking a bit awkward over there, and, Adam." And, and also, uh, Omega accident like. It, JR says, obviously, the Young Bucks call themselves the best tag team in the world. And Amigo goes, yeah, they are. It's like, and Paige is like, well, hang on a minute. We're the champion. Like, <laughs> yeah. why, why are you picking them up? We're fighting them on Saturday. And the whole thing's about, okay, so, so if circumstances were different, Young Bucks should be champions now. But they're not. We're champions. And, and I, can see, I can see from Omega's perspective, I can see from Paige's perspective, where he's like, well, this is just disrespectful to me. I've worked yeah. my ass off. And, you know, I was the one who was supposed to win everything. But I worked my ass off, and I'm now a tag champion with my best friend, and you know ex- things like that. Just oh, yeah. the with story. There's too. so many dynamics to it. It's a yeah. it's a story it's... I've not seen before. If I'm being honest, not, no, where, I don't think, you know. not where you've got f- 
all four of them are best mates, and one of them's got a little bit of a screw loose. It's a bit of a wild card now, and I like his wild card bitches. If you if you watch Away Sunny, that's basically the wild card bitches moment. Mm. Wild card bitches. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, wild card the, the, bitches. The match itself was like I know Matt's already touched on it a little bit. He thinks that it it wasn't as good as so, some other matches he's seen. Personally, I think this is the best best last, match I've seen all year. Last night and for a long time. Um, me and Jack both felt like the match fell a bit flat. I've since rewatched it. I think it's. I've certainly got a higher opinion of it after rewatching it than I did after, like after straight after watching it last night. Now I did, did say I think it was not the woman's match, but the match after that that I fell asleep in. So I was I was in a state of like falling asleep and just kind of head was all over the place last night. I, it, it was a fantastic match, don't get me wrong, but I don't think it was match. I, I think the storytelling is the best story that's been told in a long time. Yeah. But I think some of it was a little bit slow in places, and I know that's Omega's style and everything, and it just I don't think the wrestling within the match allows it to be called the best match of the year so far. I think uh, Ibushi versus Okada is still my match of the year at the moment, but this this is probably third. I, I, I just about preferred the Iron Man match on Dynamite to this as well, but they're, they're on a very similar level. But yeah, like, this was an absolutely incredible match. Just I, I think they're holding something back, and I imagine that they're going to redo this match in blood and guts or whatever they're calling it. Hmm. Because they can't maybe maybe they and might then... hold off until double or nothing possibly. Yeah, have the I, same I, match I just, again and then go. I think this on. this this isn't the last time we'll see this match. Oh, not I a think. chance. I mean, uh, I reckon this could this could end up. It it, it depends on what happens with. The, I think Omega's the key to this now. Because there's only so, because it's very clear that the Young Bucks and and Hangman have exploded or imploded or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> oh, there's and, so many times in the match. Oh like, yeah, 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 exactly. Slapping where they, oh. like he was working on his back. That's the one thing you know, I really liked was because um, there was one point Hangman threw Matt into the railing on the outside and then went yeah. to powerbombing on the outside and Kenny came over like, no, what are you doing? You know he's got back problems. Stop doing that. Yeah. And threw him back yeah. in the ring. But then and then and then but then on the other side of it is the Bucks taking <sighs> off Omega's tape and working the shoulder. And then you've got Nick's yeah. hand shaking after halfway through it because he's in a massive dilemma about what to do. And oh there's yeah, and- so many elements to this story. It's fucking incredible. Just yeah, it was great. The the, the fact that um Oh, Hamman Page was giving it old um, Marty Skill vibes with the chicken oh, wing. Yes. No, he goes, super kick, just kidding, and then kicks him over the knee and then gives him the chicken wing. And I was just like, wow. The crowd went mega pop that, on that like, one. That it? popped me. Like, I, was, <laughs> I was going mental. Um, I, I just, oh, it was it was brilliant. Like, the, the top rope moonsault to the outside from Hamman Page was flawless. Like, literally, was so good. Go on, Chris, you're going to say something. I'm just just sort of reading off Curtie in the chat. Hang Manchester released a kid's book. I reckon if someone turned to be Omega, that would be fascinating. If if Omega turns, that would be fascinating. It's like there's no way Hangman Page is turning. They've they've said repeatedly in several interviews that 
in 12 months' time, Hangman Page will be the face of the company. You're not going to have the heel a heel as the face of the company, so it's going to be either the Bucks or Omega or the Elite even turning in this storyline. And it's going to be incredible to see if they can actually do that and get them booed because... I like, reckon you can. We said that Jericho did well to get the crowd to boo him at the weigh-in because obviously he's over as fuck, but a heel. Um, and he does well to get the right reaction. Like he'll get, he'll get cheered on the way to the ring, and he always manages to work it so that people get him like uh, uh, booing him. I'm not sure if you're going to get an AEW smart to boo the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. They booed them last night. Actually, yeah, they, they, yes, they yes. did. Bucks were heel anyway, though. But yeah. always been heelish. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I can anything. almost see how it's going to happen. All four of them in the ring. You know, you got um, you got Hangman and Omega that stand next to each other. The Bucks, the Bucks standing facing them, and then all of a sudden, and, and then Omega takes a step forward and just turns around and faces him, does the gunshot thing, and then just shit kicks off. I can see it, and it's going to be sweet. It's mad. Mm. There, there were many things like I mentioned to you guys. Um, I think I put it on Twitter in a conversation with Kev. Shout out to Kev. Um, where I said I've probably shat on all the false finishes that we had. I think it was a couple of weeks ago when it was Royal, was it Royal Rumble? No, it was, it was in it. Yeah, it was the NXT show. And I yeah. took a mass. I was like, oh. I think this was too many false finishes. But then this one had probably more than the false finishes at, at NXT. Oh it yeah, worked. Uh, yeah, I, I because like, they I, sold the false finishes with their. With their um, face, like until you mentioned those false finishes in the match last night, I I didn't even cotton on. Like I'd, I'd only watched the match once, once at that point, but like I went away and watched it again, and I was like, oh, actually, there was quite a lot of false finishes. There was but, a lot. Oh, there was yeah. loads. I was like, I, I was I didn't know the result of this match. There was only one result of the the whole night that I mm. accidentally seen on Twitter. Cheers, Twitter. Um, where I was like. I've voted for the books here in the predictions. Um, I'm hoping that the books win, obviously, to win predictions, but I mm. think it'd be pretty cool. And every time that they were getting close, I was like, oh, this is going to happen. And then it didn't, and it didn't. And then when um, I think Paige and uh, Omega did the bookshot V-trigger. V trigger, and then yeah. he kicked out, I was just like, nah. You can't it, do this to me, boy. Kemp was <laughs> laughing at me because I got massively false finished. I was like, yes, yes they won. There's a clip of this, Jack, by the way. It's clips. I have yes. not seen it. I, I went oh, and see those any clips from your stream last night, and yet there is a clip of it. And there's also a clip of you desperate for a wee after this match as well when you're standing there going, <laughs> need a wee, need a wee. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and as Curtis just said, just, just continue that, the hangman's face after that, uh, just the look, the expression on hangman's face was unreal. Yeah. And, mm. and and but back to false finishes. I'm fine with them if they are if they're in context with the story and it keeps it flowing. If it's one of these big match feels, which it very clearly had, false finishes. I'm perfectly fine with. I have no concern with them whatsoever because it keeps it keeps it keeps the match going, keeps you engaged. I'm fine with. Yeah. If just it's just on, for the sake of it, then no. Just on the the false finishes. One of them was when. Hangman hit a um, one-winged angel, and Love that, that goes back into the thing that I was saying, where Omega doesn't trust to to do Hangman's finishes. He went to do um, the Kamigoye to mm. win his match, 
but Paige is using his finishes to try and finish matches. But which, there's the storytelling like, around that as well. Storytelling that's going on, and like the the tiny little things that if you've not watched some of like obviously if you don't know what Kamigoya is because you don't watch the the New Japan stuff, then you won't quite get it. But like the stuff, the, the stuff is there for the casuals and the smarts with this story, and, and also. Also, sort of fit, it fit, it, in in terms of in the match itself, it fits in with the Bucks working on Kenny's shoulder because mm, uh, he's like, I can't lift him. Yeah, and, and he, he tried had, to lift him. He then yeah, tried he to swap, him. but because he swapped, he took too much time, and therefore he could get out of it. It was brilliant. It, it was so good. Like I literally, do. I've never been so engrossed in a match before. Where I literally, I think Alice probably heard me downstairs earlier, just going, "What? No!" Ah! Just constant, like going mad. I think by the by, by, by the end, Jack was just in need of a piss so much that he didn't care what happened. I did. I was <laughs> desperate. I was going to piss myself. Um, <laughs> I did. I I really like how they they did it in the Iron Man match. They did it here. How Kenny's teasing the top rope one winged angel. Yeah. yeah. And I think that might they might tease that until this second match happens. And because Wednesday hits it, it's going to be big mad. I, I think it might hold off a little bit longer. I think that might be one of the finishes to a Page versus Omega match. Mm. Maybe. We'll Done see. by Page on Omega. Mm. Oh, you never know. Seems. The end The end of the match, so um, I, I can't remember what happened. It was the bookshot lariat, wasn't it? From, yeah, yeah. yeah they, no, he, they, they, they did the bookshot V-trigger. Uh, one of the bucks kicked out. And then, uh, so then Hangman basically did Buckshot Larry to both of them, one by one, and then came and pinned. Buckshot had one outside of the ring. Yeah. And then came back the, in and Buckshot the other ramp. and then pinned. Yeah. Yeah. On the, the TNA ramp. It's, it's, which, it's, it's, it's him asserting his dominance and saying, like, I'm the best here because I could just take both of them out. Yeah. Which is it was I, awesome. I was full on fuming in that clip. I've just watched it. <laughs> <laughs> you got uh, proper false finish. Yeah, the end, yeah. The end of the match, though, um, was where it was kind of going on constantly. There was a tease, I think, of the super kick potentially. They were like, "Come on, let's celebrate together. Look, this we've had this match. Let's let's bygones be bygones. Let's let's get through it. We're good friends." Um, and there was still a bit of animosity there, but there was also actually, yeah. They went to shake hands in, in the corner, didn't they? And mm. Paige turned them down and went to stand outside the ring. And then Omega went over to, to talk to the books again. And they all Paige gave him the look. Paige put his title down. He was standing on the outside of the ring, put his title down. He was holding the rope, both in the way that he holds it. And, and, then, and then he sort of like, and as Omega turns around, he took his hands away from the rope and he's like, come on, come on, I'll open the rope for you. And yeah, just like te- teasing it without doing it. Yeah, I like, thought they were going to do it. I genuinely thought they were going to do it. Then. I did. I was like, it's happening, I got work. It's um, happening we forgot, what, I'm, I'm pretty sure, didn't they do, uh, didn't the Bucks do like the golden knee thing? Which yeah, is weird, the, which um, was a bushy and golden bee trigger. Yeah, which is yes, like, yes, one, yes, golden lovers move. Yeah. Yes, oh, they did. Uh, they also, uh, there was lots of stuff outside as well onto the ramp. Proper smarky New Japan level. Yeah, the Matt, Commentators Matt were great. Did, yeah. um, Northern Light Suplex, didn't he? He did the three. Mm. Two on the outside, which was cushioned, mm. and one onto the LED one. And it was mm-hmm. like, Ugh. But yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was, yeah. Um, just, watching, great. yeah. just watching clips, the channel might get TOS if I start standing up with a, 
Yeah, that, that, again. Quite no, clearly, see the outline of my, of my knob. <laughs> there is a bulge, yeah. <laughs> what link me that now, please? Yeah, yeah. Like, big link. Yeah, I don't know this, but like the, the comments of, of Dan aside were just <laughs> incredible. Oh. He'd like, I'd take the words off so he couldn't hear me, and I was like, Jack, move, move. <laughs> can you see it? Yeah, I can see it. Let's <laughs> just go, go, Jack, go. <laughs> Um, Curtis made a very good point in the chat as well. He said the commentators were great here uh, with the the hangman stuff at the end. Um, I thought I saw something. I think Excalibur said it first. Then Tony was like, yeah, I think I did as well. And then they kind of just left it. And it's like, oh, tease. You dirty teasers. You love to see it. Um, Then we had the women's match. Chris Datlander, Nyla Rose. Um, It's going to be hard to follow such a story-driven Excellent Which match. Is why right they gave it to the women, because they don't care about women in AEW. Mm, yeah, I, I, my biggest problem with this, and I said this last week, was I we didn't know who the neither Rose was facing. If it was Statlander, too soon, way too yeah. soon, um, yeah. because she's going to have to lose. You cannot, you can't have a false finish, and you can't have neither Rose lose because then that's just stupid. And then people were like, "Oh, you've made her drop the title. That's yeah. not very good for." The, the kind of image of the OBGTQ oh, plus, whatever you're trying to do. Like further bury the... If you've got the women's division where you, your woman's title holder can't have a title defence, because this is her first defence of that title, mm. bury the division further. So she has to win. The match was fairly sloppy, I think. Fucking loose as fuck, if I remember correctly. It was, a little bit. It was just, yeah, there, 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 there was a lot of... Um, didn't quite get all of it going on a lot there. <laughs> yeah, it, it like... It was, it, it. it was the hardest spot in in the the entire pay per view to go on after that match. They need like if they, I, I don't know what they could have done to make this match better. They like actually wrestle better. Have, yeah, oh. that, but like, I, I, even even if they'd have wrestled better, they wouldn't have got any crowd reaction. Jack would have still gone for his piss at the start of the match because oh, it, it, it was it was like. It was in it was in the horrible place, and nobody cares about like like I said, there was n- zero build to this match apart from the fact that they had a face off at the top of a ramp two weeks ago with Big Swole, who got pinned on Dynamite this week. Oh, see, I'm I'm under the impression that I I can see why Nyla Rose is champion. Yeah, because she is a force. She can beat people quite quickly, potentially. It needed um, to be a squash, but then, but then it, it kills Batlander anyway. Yeah, uh, that, that's the biggest thing that I've got with this, is if it was somebody else, if, they'd, if they've done that match on Dynamite, right? Just hear me out. Yeah. They did that match on Dynamite, and she'd have won it. I know that's probably the wrong person, but if they'd have picked somebody like... Um, Sakazaki or Shanna to win that match. Oh, she's had a bit of momentum here. Let's put her in. I know that kind of scraps the rate, the rankings thing because Shanna's probably like number seven. But she goes into this match with Nyla Rose, massive squash, done. Then move on to Big Swole versus Statlander in number one contendership match. <laughs> Maybe add Britt Baker in there at some point because she's got a bit of heat behind her with the heel stuff. 
like you say that, but what they could have done was Rio is currently number two, but she's not getting a rematch yet because she's probably got a stardom booking and therefore she's probably stuck in Japan because they're not allowed to fly out. But I don't know. Might be a reason why Rio. Like you could you could feasibly come up with a storyline reason why Riho's not in it. So you give a number one could turn this title match to numbers three, four, five, and six, and you get Shanna, you get Britt Baker, you get Yuka Sakazaki. I, I don't know exactly who those four are, but you could have had those four had number five pin number six, whilst numbers three and four are on the outside because they're too busy fighting with each other. And all of a sudden, you've got number five in the rankings as a, somebody that you can get Nyla Rose to squash and then you can slowly build towards Nyla Rose squashing some more people on TV, getting a bit of momentum behind it and building a story for Rio or Chris Statlander or Big Swole or Shanna or any anybody to kind of work their way up and become the next challenger because it's not going to be Britt Baker because she's a heel and Nyla Rose is a heel. They're building a Britt Baker storyline, which is is good. We've not seen anything of Britt Baker for two weeks now, which is a little bit poor. But like, you can't have everything every week. I don't mind that as long as they keep that on a slow build. That'll be good for when Nyla Rose finally drops the title. But where's the build of the faces? Like, we we we're not getting any build of a face to face here for, to face Nyla Rose or even to face Britt Baker. Hmm. I don't know, but Rose won. That's put you in the mud there, Smoothman, hasn't he? Oh. Well, not put me in the mud. He's kind of just taken my original point and made it better. <laughs> Cheers, Matt. Good, bu- good booking. <laughs> Livid. Um, Cody versus MJF. I'm fuming, but it was the right result. Um, human. You lot are idiots. Up the I'm, MGF, up I'm the absolutely human, but it was the right, like, right result. And big new you... tattoo. What? Oh. Cody's tattoo. Can it's we just can we, can we address this elephant in the Jesus room? Christ. He could have had that anywhere else on his body, but puts it on his neck. And when he turns his neck in a certain way, it looks horrendous. What it just... is, is it the nightmare family emblem? Were they saying? Yeah, is it is. What... Yeah, it is. That's the, yeah, that's the... Uh, he could have had it on his arm. Crest, you know what I mean? Like, inside of his arm. His arm. And I wouldn't have had to look at it. Cheers. Matt, thanks. Um, and can't beat a bit of live downstate for you. WWE Oh, livid. my God. Fuck me. <laughs> Jesus terrible. fucking Christ. I was fuming. I was fuming. They are terrible. Never just quit. Absolutely quit. <laughs> fucking hilarious me and Jack were just fucking short now this is fucking awful I, I did agree that this and then, and then the original the original recording is so much better yeah because it's full of autotune because <laughs> either, either that or the guys had fucking had a, had a stroke and half his vocal cords don't work anymore just oh my god it was awful and then fucking Cody Rhodes walks down with four random blokes in Bullet Club knockoff jackets they were wearing they were wearing the nightmare family jacket, Matt. Come yeah, on, bullet, yeah. Bullet and also jacket. one of them is one of the trainers, like you know, one of the like um, medical trainers who comes out all the time. He was wearing one because I noticed. I was like, "Hang on, I've seen you before," and then realised it was one of the guys who's normally at ringside when someone gets attacked. 
Who were they? Who were, what, well, one of them was um, Thingy and Mel, wasn't it? The yeah, uh, Green, Arrow, said, Green Arrow. Timor said that last night, didn't they? Uh, yeah, yeah, I was like, because they're good friends, I think. Because they did a thing in WWE Ex- ages ago. Excellent. Why? <laughs> because they're best friends and he wants to be a wrestler. Yeah, but who were the other three? <laughs> who were the other three? You had fucking Big Arn Anderson, Brandy Rhodes, and then four randomers. Who were they? While all this was happening, you had some shit singers singing as well. Fucking no. Get out. <laughs> and they, they played the entirety of the song. Like, yeah, exactly. Do, do, they, were, do, uh, they were just stood there at the bottom of the ramp, like it's just gonna fucking end. That was just <laughs> Cody's entrance. This is dense. Like, stood there, wait, like doing some stuff, and was like saying goodbye to everyone when they all disappeared. Because obviously it was just um, Arn and Brandy who was ringside, and then he stood on the top rope waiting for the song to finish. Well, and MJF, could... you can see, he's just sat there going. Well, 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 I think it's probably because they wanted to zoom in on the tattoo, didn't they? Have you seen there's a GoFundMe to get his tattoo removed already? <laughs> Someone set up a GoFundMe for, for his tattoo removal. Oh, we we, we were saying about that. It could have been anywhere on his body, but there. Have you seen um, somebody quote to it? In, I think it was the 26th of January. Cody tweeted, what's the best? The best tattoo parlor in the... Chicago area or whatever it was, and it's quote tweeted it and said he clearly didn't get the right answer, did he, guys? <laughs> well, someone, what was the other one? Someone had um, tweeted Brandy Rose and said, "Oh, if this is what his is, this is what his decisions making's oh like. What's the AEW going to be like in the coming weeks?" I was just like, "I'm dead. I'm done." <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going to put in the chat in a second. This is a genuine. Someone's donated five pounds to this. This donation for this. <laughs> could you get? Could you get a picture of the tattoo up on screen? Oh, oh yes, yes. Donated five dollars. I'm donating because I've been through cancer twice, and yet somehow neither of those near-death experiences were near as painful or humiliating as the pain and shame I felt when trying to watch Cody wrestle MJF while violently face palming at the garish. I can't read it. It's gone up. The garish, garish and nauseating midlife crisis that was going on the side of Cody's neck. Speaking of which, it's been like six hours now and my hand is still attached to my face. Do I have to seek medical advice uh, treatment for this like you with a boner or what? Because if I'm going to I need to make a trip to ER, then I guess I better get the doc to have a look down there too since I've been existing in a persistently erect state ever since Orange Cassidy's entrance pyro somehow managed to give even less of a fuck than he does. I love it. Oh my god. That, that was poorly read, by the way. I'm not a teacher at all. That was a five pound um, donation. My goodness. Um, we, yeah. The match itself, I... I've I've seen what Curtis said above. The build to it has been great, but it fell flat. I kind of agree. I thought it was a bit flat. I didn't... The storytelling was there. You could have done so much with it. I mean, it was okay. It It, it, it lacked a little bit to me. It just shows both wrestlers (laughs) are average. Yeah, they're both average wrestlers, and they're in a big spot. They're, like as, uh, Cody's managed to work his way around good matches so far on their pay per views, but he is 
a mid-carder at the end. Like, not in terms of his character work. His character work is fantastic, but his in-ring ability is not what the level of the likes of Pac, Omega, those guys is. It, his, his abilities in the ring are a little bit one-dimensional, and when he's working with somebody else who's one dimensional and inexperienced, it kind of, it, it, it came through and it wasn't a loose match. I don't think it just, no, it was just one dimension. Like there was limiting. It, it was all played in second gear. It wasn't like a match that kind of started off slow and built and built and built and built and built because there was, there's nothing really that these guys can go to. They mm. don't have, the, the the top boy popper moves they just they they can't do them. Um, oh, I full on called it as well. By the way, when I said that MGF's going to turn into Pete Dunne and bite Cody's big yeah, fair fucks for that one. Yeah. Um, shout, I mean Viking Dan's not here. But I saw a tweet earlier on shout from Viking Dan, which and, and it kind of sort of fits in because I hate how much Cody loves himself. I find the hate of ironic. Uh, I find the hate of Triple H ironic as fuck because he essentially HHH at WrestleMania himself every time he steps into the ring. And yeah, it, I agree. In this, uh, in this, in this respect, it, it, I think it sort of ties in with the entrance more than anything. But yeah, the, see, the thing with Cody is, I, he's, I don't think he's average in the ring at all. I don't. MJF, yes, but I don't think Cody is at all. I think Cody's a very good wrestler because, um, but I think he needs someone better to bring out the best in him. For someone like, for instance, when he when he wrestled Kanga when they're on the Indies uh, for Defiant or WCPW or whatever it was back then, fantastic matches. The war, even the Wardlow match I thought was brilliant in comparison. This match was meh compared to the Wardlow match. And the Wardlow, Wardlow match was a stipulation match that every single good spot in that match was either Wardlow calling his finish of the F10 because he's twice as good as Brock Lesnar, hmm. or using the cage at some like in in some like the, the that was good storytelling and the wrestling that was good was all using the cage. So I was he, bored watching the highlights. Well, this, if this, this, yeah, yeah, it would, and, and as much as you say he needs better workers to get it out of him, that doesn't make him a good wrestler. It means that he can listen to good wrestlers. Like I, 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 I assume that he had good matches in WWE when he was with good wrestlers in the ring. But yeah. oh, the um, yeah, the when he was with Goldust and they, that match against the Shield for the oh, that was brilliant, was incredible, yeah. Yeah, and like his match against Dustin was a, a an absolute classic because he had somebody experienced to drag him through it, and they told a fantastic story. Just yeah. like the tag team match, but this this did. one just lacked. It did. I I I, I agree. Case of the build being absolutely fantastic and overhyping you for the match, but it would have had to have been unbelievable for it to have really matched the hype. Mm. Think about it. I, the, thing, liked, the thing is, I, they they tried to fit too many callbacks to what's happened over the last couple of weeks. But so but, 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 Cody, but then, but then see, I disagree. I disagree because because if you could use that argument for the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and mm. and where where a lot of it is just callback, a lot of not just callbacks, but a lot of it's callbacks that fed into a good story. This was callbacks which sort of. Peaked the peaked the match rather than kept the match going. If you see what I'm yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, I mean, the, the, the peak a, moments of the match was I like can't the, really the belt. Do remember any wrestling matches? Uh, any wrestling? Any like the amount of wrestling moves that were done? 
MJF wrestling, MJF's wrestling consists of stamping on the foot and eye poking, and generally doing shit heel, chicken shit heel runaway tag, which, which is understandable because that's what he's good at. Yeah, but yeah. then like he threw a beer in the crowd, like oh living. yeah, the, and then Brandy threw a beer at um Wardlow, Wardlow as well. Yeah, because yeah. Brandy Brandy decided to do a what was it a crossbody on Wardlow, like Wardlow wasn't going to fall over without, mm. and then. Cody doing the oh I'm gonna hit on whoops Sars lol. I mean Brandy was probably thinking she was um, the woman who bugged off to fil- film Glow that was well, in Awesome the Kong. Yeah, she's just she's channeling Awesome Kong. She yeah. Late the match and now she thinks she is her. Yeah, more than likely. But, and, yeah, it, kind of came out of I don't know. It could but could do better. I think it really. Yeah, but the end of where he. I'm sure Wardlow had the the ring because yeah. he gave it to him at the start. So obviously yeah. someone had given him the ring again. Yeah. And then he's taken it out of his pants, punched him in the face after he's been given three crossroads, which I'm sorry, you don't get up after you've had three crossroads. Was it three? Yeah. yeah. I seem to remember two. And I, then I, I remember two. He, no, no, he, he did took, two and he tried to do it. No, he went to do the third and that's yeah. where MJF punched him. Yeah, he, yeah, he did that's him too, picked him up again, and then that's where the punch was. Yeah, yeah, sorry, he did count the third. Yeah, I remember. Yes, mate, um, knocked you out. Sorry, and then he hit him with the ring, and then just and fell, then on him. fell on him. The yeah. blood was n- unnecessary, but the Cody match has to have a blood in it because that was clearly a blade job. Because I don't remember how he got the blood in first place. Oh yeah, I fell know. over and hit his head on the. I was trying to head. figure it out. Yeah. The the railings on the outside. I was trying to figure it out. I was like, what? Yeah. Um, and you could tell because the camera didn't even go and look around that side for ages. I was like, that's so, a uh, as As much as like I've praised Cody in the last few weeks, my criticisms of Cody are coming back in here. He's dyed his hair blonde because he wants to be Ric Flair and he blades himself all the time so that he can rub his hand through his hair, make it half red, half blonde, and feel like he's Ric Flair. He's a bang average worker, and I'm just I'm this match make like I was I was so I shat over Cody all the way up till Christmas. Since Christmas, I've I've been really positive about him, and this has just dropped off a cliff again. I assume they've held back in this match because the plan is. In the next, like obviously, MJF's going to say, "Right, I've beaten you." When I'm never having a match with you ever again, you you don't deserve it. I assume at some point MJF will cheat his way to the title, and that's how you get Cody back to having a title match again. I know Cody's never having a title match again, but he's going to have a title match again, and I assume that they they're doing long term storytelling. I just hope that people still care two years down the line or whenever they manage to get to this? Probably not. It's IWC, in it? <laughs> God. Um, oh, you're, yeah. just, you, you're all just mad that I'm the only one that picked MGF because you're, yeah, right. really, uh, you're just bad, bad it, predictors. He, he did what it needed to do. It made me go, what? Cody lost. MJF won. <laughs> Angry. And then watching Cody be all depressed and be like, I've let everybody down and look like he was about to cry, kind oh, of good. sold Shit it. Down. Arn Anderson should have spun <laughs> up with him through the mat. Cheers. Uh, Orange Cassidy versus Pack. 
I know Matthew is probably going to take a massive dump on this. I, I, I'm not going to take a massive dump on it. I'm... You're going to take a massive dump mm. on it. Good. No, 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 I'm not going to take a massive dump on it. I just, it. It's exactly what I expected. It was the piss break match before the title match. It did. It needed what it needed to do. But two, it was the match between two big, serious segments, and this was like the comedy relief in between. I thought it was great, and it was, it, and it, it was, was, but it was a pretty decent match, and got to see more of Cassidy doing his stuff. Yeah, which was nice. Um, There's not really much to talk about. It, to be fair, we can just skip over it. Mainly, yeah, I, he's got a mean DDT as that orange he Cassidy does. boy. He's good. Um, but it was the right, also, right result for Pac to win. He's also like how I would be as a wrestler, the king of sloth style. You love to see it. Exactly. Pack one, by the way. Um, AW World Championship match, Moxley versus Chris Jericho. Um, this is where my big book bear is. Um, <laughs> what? I've just seen what's going on. What? What is he doing? I don't understand. But it looks oh, like good. It's because people have been moaning that Goldberg's really old. And yeah, Chris Jericho Chris is really old. Jericho's not a champion anymore. Is he? Chris Jericho. No, no. So I'm, I'm just enjoying yeah. Simpsons wrestling memes. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've got, my biggest bugbear with this one was: Do you know how we said that rules in AW don't matter? That was massively evident in this match. Oh, let's make them wrestle in the crowd. It's not a false count anywhere match. Why are you not counting him out, Aubrey? I like Aubrey, by the way. I'm not taking. A I called her. I called her. Um, Audrey Hebner on stream last night. <laughs> by accident. <laughs> I love that. Um, um, but yeah, I just I just feel like out of the way um, because they every time that Moxley's been out since he got poked in the eye, his eye has been taped up underneath an eye patch. Mm. His eye taped up underneath an eye patch tonight. So immediately you knew exactly what was going to happen. And also, when uh, towards the end of the match, he got his good eye raked, he knows that the other eye is fine, but he stumbles around blindly. If you... He's playing possum, Matt. But he could have lost in that situation, and he sold like he was going to lose. But he knew that all he had to do was, oh shit, I can't see anymore and I'm being attacked and I'm being knocked around. Why don't I just reach my one of my hands up? I've got two hands. I can move that eye patch and I will be able to see again miraculously. And it just that straight away takes me out of the realism. Like you're supposed to have a suspension of disbelief with wrestling. Like that there are things that you just kind of go along with. That isn't one of them for me. You can't just randomly decide right at the end of the match, I'm going to pretend that I can see again after stumbling around blind for three minutes. That's just fucking retarded. (laughs) And there's the massive dump. (laughs) (laughs) But just try and salvage this match then, shall we? The but, ending yeah. was fucking horrendous. Oh, weak as fuck. I was, I was, I, do you know what? I'm glad. I, I said, I think I said this to you guys earlier. I think I'm really glad that Moxley won, but that match was not what I wanted. It's, it was to be fair, just, it's, it was flat. It's not to shit on could, Jericho, could, but could you, he could... can't really go that well like he did before. No, and no. Each match has been a big match, but it's always been the same. Like each match has. We've always said the same in a Jericho match. It's always felt flat. 
Yeah. Has he had a good match since the Omega series in New Japan? <clears throat> I, I haven't seen the Omega series in New Japan. I would argue that I've not seen a good match from Chris Jericho. He had a good match against Naito, didn't he? Was the Naito stuff in Japan after Kenny? It was Kenny sure first. It was. it was Kenny first. The Naito matches were all right. Okay. I just... Yeah, exactly. It was all right. Yeah. There's nothing... But like he, had, he had a melty, melty five-star with um, Omega, didn't he? Yeah, but that was in that Tokyo. Was when he, was still, he just <laughs> <left>. <laughs> That was in Tokyo. Oh, in fair enough. Five yeah. stars. He had just yeah, left so WWE, hadn't he? Huh? He just left WWE, so that yeah, was what... So he, was, he, was, he didn't have dad bod back then as well. Oh, true. Um, I mean, he looked quite a bit of weight for this match. I know they never got to do the weigh-in, but like... I think that's why they didn't do it. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's definitely lost weight since the um, Wrestle Kingdom match because in, in Wrestle Kingdom he had my physique oh, and he had man boobs, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. and What's like he, that, he's definitely a bit lighter yeah. um, for last night's match. But he's like I I said this from the start. Um, Jericho can't go in the ring, but that's not what they they they're using him for. I think this was the wrong decision. I stand by the fact that Chris Jericho should have retained here. The only thing keeping Jericho able to do what he's been able to do is the title. How do you have him be the dickhead ass, ass heel that he's been when he can't be an arrogant fuck because he's got the title? Yeah, that that was going to be my question. Second, where does Jericho go next? Yeah, because yeah, where's this going? He goes on tour with Fozzy because they've just re- probably in the then process that's... of releasing a new album. Then what happens to the inner circle? Inner circle. Yeah, yeah, I think well, it's yeah. I, I, I you kill him off the rest of the inner circle as well. So basically, no, I'm not saying kill off the inner circle. Yes, movement, cunt. Everybody's everybody's will. praising Jericho for putting over the other talent, which he has done. He put over Jungle Boy. He's put over some of the other guys. Sammy. He put over Darby Allen and, and like he put over Darby Allen in the in the like uh, some of the build to this match. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He, and he had the ten minute match with thingy, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's put over some talent incredibly. But if he leaves now, he kills the inner circle. He kills any momentum that Sammy Sammy Guevara has. He kills Jake Hager, who's already dead. He's just Sammy Guevara has. He's lost to Dustin and lost to Derby. I I kind of disagree though. Sammy Guevara was Teflon. Like he can lose matches and stay over because of the way he wrestles. Win records. Yeah, but it, we all know wins and losses don't really matter. Yeah, but like, they do they, because they, 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 they don't. They don't. Unless, unless I, I, I think they're going to kick uh, Jericho out the inner circle on Wednesday. They're okay. go, and, and Guevara's going to step in. And Sammy will step in and run the or, show. Because Sammy's great or, on the mic as well. Is Jack going to say what I'm thinking and MJF takes it over? That's what I've just said. Oh, did you? Sorry. Lance Archer's debuting. Oh, oh. oh, we got oh, we got Luke Harper as well, aren't we? Brody Lee soon, Ascension. Probably. No, it's next week. Yeah, it's the it's the week after this. Yeah. See, I don't know. <laughs> I, just think, I just think I'm, I'm sure. Perfect DSX after twenty at Mania 2014. <laughs> oh, I genuinely think because I'm sure I looked on. I, I was doing big Apple Music search. The other day, and I was listening to Fozzy. You know, got it. Got to get that in. Why would you put yourself through that pain? I was just listening to Judas. That's literally it. Judas is um, an okay song. The rest of trash. Because, it's okay. Because it's 
quality. <laughs> but they released. Uh, oh, okay, no, their last song was released in August 2019, so that was wrong. So maybe he's not taking time off. I just thought they might be doing stuff. Aren't yeah, Judas <laughs> just on repeat. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> do you know when you go? Do you know when you go to the essentials part? Is the fuzzy essentials part? And you just go, I, I, "Why am I here?" I'm just going to Judas. <laughs> I just Hashtag repeat. <laughs> why am I here? <laughs> He's, he can't be going away because they're doing another show on a boat in April. Mm. I'm pretty sure they've got another show on a Jericho cruise. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he takes no. a couple of weeks off and just... Fucking hell, Chris. What was that? Oh, no. no. <sighs> Renegade, Renegade's <sighs> doing a big L. We can't allow that. Sorry, I just I got a bit overexcited by, that, by the Renegade's doing a big L. Renegades, oh uh, yeah, the Dallas Renegades are the official Bad Bookers XFL oh, team. Yeah. Since when? Since what? last night. Since no, last did night. I not, did I not get a say in this? No, you don't. Where, where was my Is say? there not a team of sloths in there? Dallas what? Renegades. You can't just drop bombshells like this. No, 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 I'm, not I'm not having it. I'm not having it. Smoothman, you like, were in the chat when this happened. I wasn't paying attention to that. It's not my problem, really, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. Like, <laughs> maybe I'm me and... I'm I'm having my team as Los Angeles Extreme. Oh, but they're not right. They're they're shit. Shit. I've got a new idea. Extreme. I've got a new. That that has to be the team. Oh, that is And the Battle Hawks have got, got to be second. Idea. I have a new idea. Stop whispering. Shush. I've got a new idea that we all put a name into a hat, and that's the one that we get. All right, okay. For this, yeah, right, for this right. season, and then we change it every season. <laughs> Okay, ja- okay, then we'll, we'll, we'll right. J- Jack will do it off stream. No, off no, stream. no, no, yeah, we'll do it off stream and then we'll put so it what, as an extra. We just we put every team in a hat, we put every team in a hat and then we pick one out, or we do like a those spinny things that you do on the internet where gonna, you put all I'm the teams right in. Now. He's I'm gonna do it right, right now. So, right we will carry finish, on while he's doing do that and we'll do it after this. Uh, so, we we. Just as you've said that the the bad bookers picked whatever shit team you've decided to pick, and you're wrong. The bad bookers have picked the Los Angeles Extreme because as king of the bad bookers, because we haven't mentioned this on the podcast. I know we mentioned it on stream, but no, um, no, not, yeah, predict- not officially. I, I'm still the best bad booker. The predictions haven't finished yet. The predictions, not it. The predictions. I've already won it. Yeah, I've won but this year's predictions. It's like it's, it's like Months giving Liverpool the title right now. It's happening, boys. No, but Liverpool lost last night. They're going to bottle the rest of the games, and City are going to win the league. Hardly. Team or Union. Right. Okay. What are the teams? I can do a wheel, and we'll do it. On right. Stream. You no, do I'm that while it. we Jack, finish talking. You finish that while we finish talking about this. <laughs> um, the the match. Um, kind of so northern there. Who, me? I know. Yeah. Fuck who, right. what, mate? You've got a full demo on, there, isn't it? Um, I, I, I don't know. This it, it did feel flat, did Jericho Moxley. The the outcome I'm happy with because Moxley did big win. Um, and his promo at the end, <laughs> he got cut off by his own music. And he's like, what are you doing? What? <laughs> I, I, I do what I want. <laughs> I'm not scripted. <laughs> Uh, he had that unscripted shirt on as well, didn't he? He did. And then that he's got good. a new shirt which says I was there when he won the title. I think for me, it's just I think Moxley with his momentum had to win the title. I know J- Matt disagrees and Joe. Moxley Moxley losing would have killed could in theory have killed his momentum. Killed all momentum. He might as well be Dean Ambrose if he lost. 
In my because opinion. it will mean so much when when Paige takes the title off Moxley or Omega takes the title off Moxley. Yep, it will mean so much Maybe. when that happens. Like I, my my issue with this is <laughs> WWE guy is the first guy to have the title. WWE guy is the second guy to have the title. I I, I personally don't think that it's TNA 2.0, but you are going to get loads more Twitter arguments of it's just TNA 2.0 now from dickheads who only think that you can either watch NXT or AEW and you can only like one of them. And oh, don't get me started on that. Just if you enjoy watching wrestling, watch whatever you feel like. Don't have to push the agenda. I'm sorry. I'm fed up of seeing it, to be quite honest. Fucking backbone on smooth. Well, right, I'm going to click spin on the screen. Right. I, 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 so I wish we could see on we have to pick so one for Tony. Let's, as well. let's not bother talking about any of the other wrestling this week. Let's just pick XFL teams. Right, so the teams, the teams are the LA Wildcats, oh. New York Guardians, Tampa Bay Vipers, DC Defenders, Houston Roughnecks, St. Louis Battlehawks, Dallas <laughs> Renegades, and Seattle Dra- Dragoons. Seattle, Seattle, I'm not happy. You've only got half the teams there. Is there more? Yeah, you've got Los Angeles Extreme, Orlando Rage, Tampa Bay Vipers, San Francisco oh, Demon. Said Tampa Bay Vipers. Well, wasn't it uh, Orlando Rage? Do you want me to read them to you? Do you want me to read them to you so you can Go make on, sure you've got them? Hurry up, Wikipedia. That's right. Vamp. So, why does it not have all the teams? What is going on, Wikipedia? Right, Jack. St. Louis Battlehawks, you've got. Houston Roughnecks. Yep. Seattle Dragons. Yep. Dallas Renegades. Yep. New York Guardians. Yep. Tampa Bay Vipers. Yep. LA Wildcats. Yep. DC Defenders. Yep. Los Angeles Extreme. And it's not. They don't extreme. They're not. And then TREME. They actually are not. I can't see them. Orlando Rage. Matt is sold on. Saying they don't exist, good. Matt. Well, according to they literally the the this is what comes up at the top of Google if you Google XFL. Yeah, yeah, but that just because it's all two thousand and one, you big nonce. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're on Wikipedia. They're all there. Right. I was right. I'm I am going. Spin. I am going to XFL. This is great content, by the I'm, way. I'm doing big. Spin. We've already got, got the big right. content. <laughs> Matt wants to support a team that's not. Existed for nineteen fucking yeah, years. That's even better. I, Who's I, going I, first? <laughs> Tampa Bay Vipers. Well, oh, the big move. rated RKO. This so is you, quality content. I like the chair as well. So, what, <laughs> so what are you doing? Are you actually the spinning? last one? The last one left is the team we pick. New York Guardians have gone. Yeah, uh, you'd love to see it. Yeah, it's a top quality content. Are we doing this one each, or are we just doing it as as, as a collective? Yeah, we're having a, a. Oh, Dallas Renegades have gone. Oh, our team have gone, Jack. I'll allow it. Oh, big limbs. LA Wildcats have gone. Oh, right, we needed to be Seattle because it's going to royally fuck smoothing off. <laughs> We've got four left. Four left. It's not the sea chickens. It's all good. I might be able to get down with it. The Battle Hawks have gone. Who gives a fuck about St. Louis anyway? Three left Seattle, Houston, and DC Defenders. Con Houston, Roughnecks. Go DC. DC Defenders have gone. 
Please don't stop talking. Anything you say just goes wrong. Seattle. Roughnecks versus Seattle. Seattle. This do big disappear. This is top pod- podcast quality. This is quality. top quality podcast. And the big bad bookers XFL team is Houston Roughnecks. Yes, get in. Let's go and follow them on Twitter. So we are. This is content, by the way. Thanks to our listeners for bearing with us. We are um, but yeah, we, we have now picked our awesome. own XFL team that we're going to support as a podcast collective. I will watch zero games. Um, <laughs> watch more at the boys. Yeah. Um, we've got NXT to talk about. Uh, are, are we going to do all of this or not? Because unfortunately, I, I, I am very limited on time now. I know. Um, anything of note on NXT apart from Imperium <laughs> taking out Finn Balor? We're um, oh, yeah. ripping <laughs> stamp on the stairs. Yeah. Yeah, so if we just go through, like, I'll, I'll literally summarise it because I think I'm the only person that's watched it. I watched um, it as well. I watched so it. Dominic Dijakovic is maybe not, like, I, I got pissed off last week when it looked like we were getting Dominic Dijakovic versus Keith Lee. There's now going to have to be some form of, like, number one contenders match because he got attacked after beating Cameron. or He, he lost to Cameron Grimes and was attacked by... Uh, Damien Priest during the match so there's going to have to be probably a triple threat for the number one contendership for that um, in, obviously we had the Finn Balor thing um, oh yeah the fucking face turn it's not a face turn it is a face um, turn it's, it's not, not a face turn okay okay okay, 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 okay it's the start of a face turn it's not it is 100% he will, have, he will have to be cheered because he's facing Imperium, that doesn't make him a face. It's just a heel versus heel where the crowd, like they're directing who the, the crowd who to get behind. We will see what his promo is next stay, week. He will stay as the prince. He'll still be a dickhead. Uh, he'll just try and get the crowd on side for the feud where he gets to has to fight Walter, probably at oh my uh, probably at uh, the takeover before Mania. No, I, th- I, I think it'll be at Mania, Mania Weekend. It'll be a face Dublin's turn. three weeks after that. He won't be a face. And he, a will fa- be yes, he will a be a face. face. There needs to be someone to fill the void as the major baby face. NXT. Tommaso Ciampa. Tommaso Ciampa is the major baby face on NXT. But he's not going to be on every week, is he? Why not? Because he can't wrestle he's, every week. He's been on every week so far since he came back. They don't have... Most, most of them don't wrestle every week. Finn Balor's had three matches since he came back to NXT. FaceTime. Um, no, 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 no. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see. We'll see. But, it's, but he's definitely yeah. turning face. We've got, um, we've got a match set up for WrestleMania weekend already, which is going to be the number one contendership for the women's title, oh, which is going to be a ladder match. Ladder match. all of the people for that yet. We don't know how they're getting into it. We had another stupid. Interrupt in the middle of a women's match because NXT seemed to not care about their women either at the moment. And um, was it? It was me, Yim versus Lee, wasn't it? And they had that stupid Raquel with Dakota Kai coming out, which I didn't like. Um, Austin Theory versus Champa was good. I liked it. it was good. Really good match. Um, Killian Dane versus Bronson Reed happened. Big sweaty men with meat. Yeah, meat, the- meat colliding is all that happened. Uh, and then. Grizzled Young Vets versus the Forgotten Sons, which I believe somebody tried to tell me that the Forgotten Sons were face here. Smooth, man. No, I didn't. It was definitely smooth. Man. I did not say anything about the Forgotten Sons. I'm pretty sure it was Chris when he was talking about. Um, oh, Chris loves face, man. 
Um, and he was saying that they were fake. I believe he said it in the chat. Was that right, Chris? Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna state here that I I've only watched clips from NXT. So basically, and, and from from what I saw, and uh, and from the chats and the streams of shite that was thrown around on Reddit, it looked pretty face to me. But it, it's right. What you do, what what you seem to be doing is if a heel has to be cheered in a feud, it's a face turn. They're not. They're just, they're still heels, but because the other heels are criticizing America and they're the Americans within this feud, they're getting cheered. They're not faces at all. They're still a bunch of bastards. Yeah, but because, can because, I just point out that how, ma- how many face turns have been on the America line? Yeah, the Miz? The Miz is definitely an example of a face turn off America. Anyone who faced Rusev early in the days. After the after the Forgotten Sons have finished this feud with Grizzled Young Veterans, there is no way on earth that they are going to be faces. Clip this. Just because, just because you need somebody to be cheered in a heel versus heel storyline does not mean one of those heels has to turn face. Just it doesn't. does. It doesn't. It does. It absolutely doesn't. How many examples can you tell me of that, of that I not happening? I can't think of anything off the top of my head. But how many examples been... of what? Sorry? How, how he... many examples of Hill versus Hill uh, in that sort of situation, the match display explained there? How many of those have led to one of them not turning babyface? Drew McIntyre and uh, Dolph Ziggler in the cage. Neither of them turned babyface. They were both heels. It's a face turn. Cool. Cheers. It's not um, a face turn. Shayna Baszler and... Uh, no, not Shayna Baszler. <laughs> What a good mistake. Charlotte Baron, Bianca Belair. We're talking about face turns yeah. and I've just gone crazy. This was fucking hilarious. <laughs> the, the only thing that's noteworthy from this match is Rhea Ripley hanging yeah. at the top of the steps to do her to do her pose before going to just go and dump Charlotte out. <laughs> ref literally pushed her like, could you not? Obviously, the thing here is that they're, they're already five minutes overrun so they're they're five minutes after their two hours on USA Network. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, and uh, then Rhea Ripley's music hits, and she's clearly been told by whoever produces, "Go out with your entrance." And she's obviously gone. Well, my entrance involves me stamping on the floor with a drop of the music. Yeah. And Charlotte Flair's obviously been given the uh, "You need to hurry this up because we're overrunning." Make sure you try and break a leg with the chair and, and do the the figure eight spot and. And Rhea Ripley stood there at the top of the ring, fucking dancing around and stamping <laughs> on the floor. And oh my god, they then cut the it like, from YouTube. Get in the fucking ring, get in the fucking ring. And she's like, "What?" And then as she walks past the referee, he shoves her in the back and goes, "Get in the fucking ring, you stupid." <sighs> one, th- uh, one, 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 one thing, because because I I noticed it, and then I saw it in all the comments on on Reddit, and I, and then I, sh- I I tried to t- to tell you guys in the DMs about it, and I went, "Huh." Wait a minute! I'm sure that happened, and then it turns out that the YouTube clip, the official yeah, WWE YouTube, I watched the YouTube it. and I was like, "I was like, what are you talking about? Chris? It didn't happen." What are Fucking you idiot, about? Chris. So I, I went to watch it live, and I was like, "Oh shit! It did happen." <laughs> what are you doing? It was just terrible. Like the fact that she was supposed to be doing this running to save Bianca Belair, and yeah, she she danced around on the stage. Poor mm. from Rhea Ripley, and uh, Dakota Kai was like, "We are NXT." On Twitter, yeah. yeah. So final funny. thing of final thing of note for this week was SmackDown happened, and we've got two WrestleMania matches already: Goldberg versus um, Roman Reigns and Fiend versus. I'm next. The big dog next. 
Even though we need to have an Elimination Chamber match, surely. But we're not having an Elimination Chamber match because obviously they've got two Elimination Chamber matches which are... We're going to have tag, five. Tag Give me pay-per-views, everyone. Let's every match. Every match will be an Elimination, elimination Chamber. chamber. Yeah, it actually will. Elimination I Chamber assume. to see who gets in the Elimination Chamber match. <laughs> I, I assume that Sheamus and Lacey Evans are one of the tag teams because they've both said they're going into an Elimination Chamber match. And the raw women's, and neither of them are raw women, therefore they must be a tag team. Seems. <laughs> I don't Big understand dub. what's going on, but yeah, that that's pretty much it for this week. Um, a dub. Oh, Curry, we did uh, the two title changes at the start. Uh, yeah. I was the only one that watched it. It's, no, we don't really care about it. Yeah, it's like we we don't talk. Didn't about happen, Curry. Didn't happen. Well, those, those, those happen. things happened, but but not but didn't happen. If you see what I'm saying. We we I mean, don't watch things that happen in countries money. where yeah it was big shits <laughs> yeah ricochet died for our sins <laughs> <laughs> fucking did jesus christ poor lad um, uh, um, he's, he's Kofi kingston isn't he um and it, it, like oh, yes yeah. which is anyone that isn't a big lad that is completely true timor the fiend is still champ um can we i wish he wasn't yeah. Who's going to work off that <laughs> transition? Um, that pretty much sums up this week. A dub did big win. Um, that's all we need to say, really. Um, <clears throat> yeah, thanks. Uh, next week is episode ninety nine, and it's going to be our big two year anniversary special. So you need to be here next week, eight pm GMT. Bad book. Twitch TV. Shit, that's next week. Next yeah. week is two years, and then the episode afterwards is the big 100. So yeah. we've got big two weeks coming up. So two years. It's going out like two hours before Elimination Chamber. If you want to yeah, hear our prediction before well. Chamber, you need to be here live. Indeed, indeed, indeed. You love um, to see it. Guest the... League predictions for Elimination Chamber will come out on Twitter Wednesday or Thursday. Did you guys talk about the cage match, uh, the, uh, the new AEW pay-per-view? We or the War Games one. Time. Yeah, it's, it's not pay per view. It's just it's an episode of Oh, sorry. Then, yeah, go on. We, we initially thought it was going to be a, a pay per view, but yeah, Blood and Guts is going to be an episode of Dynamite, like Bash at the Beach was. I'm fine. Yeah, and um, they're, they're War Gamesing it, aren't they? But no, keep an eye on elimin- Keep an eye on Twitter for Elimination Chamber guest league predictions. Damn straight. Depending on when Team we actually get a card. Zero out of five confirmed. Oh, firing those shots. Go on, Smooth. Wahab going to do big win again. Um, once again, thank you very much for all of the people in the chat over on our Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash badbookers. Make sure you're here next week, 8 p.m. GMT for um, our two-year anniversary special. I need to cough. <coughs> um, Did you just one- stop? Devin <laughs> <laughs> on the Wahab haters. Oh, he's, he's worried about coronavirus. The, yeah. the, the latest thing is always coughing your elbow. Yeah. Uh, make sure you follow us on, t- on Twitter at BadBookersWP. Make sure if you like what you hear and would like to donate some money to us to make us better, uh, help us with equipment, give me more money. We need to pay like Toast to get to us affiliate, with- support <laughs> us on Patreon. We need to pay Toast. He's an expensive boy. He is. Uh, yeah. He goes to Hawaii, like yeah. I mean, week, yeah. You know? he need, we need. If I want a holiday to Hawaii, you need to give us. We need, need need big contract. But yeah, go over to Patreon. Like we say, I know we're joking, but it, it's all much appreciated. Posted, it's not expected. It? But it's <laughs> much appreciated. Um, that 
Power Slam TV. They're very Please good. Um, make sure that you use Bad Bookers <laughs> for a free month code over there to watch all the independent wrestling to your heart's content. Anything else I've missed? Benoit was framed. Benoit was framed. 100% confirmed. Bye, I'd like guys. to say thank, thanks to the chat because like, we've had some really interesting discussions yeah. with the guys in the chat as well as the guys on the pod this week. Top so. boys and girls. Well yeah. done. Really enjoyed it. Cheers, Cheers, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Movement is the best pub okay? Oh, that's you incorrect. That's just scientifically uh, just, just, just incorrect. Look at the um, the predictions league, mate. And I uh, didn't say best at predictions. I said best bad booker. Get it right. Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.